Welcome to Directly to You, episode 174. It's the Fanatics 4 podcast. We're Fanatics mm-hmm. 4. I'm AJ at Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker at Fanatics 4. I saw in the comments that somebody was like, I don't know why, but AJ's hello cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, you can support this channel and this podcast by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, give them $4.99. Jesus. Um, in exchange for that, you get emotes, you get loyalty badges. You can switch keys from time to time. And I didn't even mention you can give us Jeff Bezos's $4.99. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to your Twitch account and you get Prime Gaming. You could also link your Twitch account to your Discord, your YouTube account to your Discord. If you're a member, you get access to our supporters only Discord where you can listen to us record this live. It's a good time. You get to mm-hmm. contribute to the show as we go on. You get to like, you know, joke and make fun of things that come up as they happen. <laughs> Um, it's great. It's fun. It's nice. Uh, we also play video games. It's are true. you playing video games? What video games are you playing? Um, yes, I am a little bit. I will say going back to the, your hello being funny. Mm-hmm. I always find Pete from flip screen games, his what? Yeah. Like, like, you are exploding my headphones and like in the best way possible, like what, what an energy <laughs> to come in. It's, it's especially always- funny when you're yeah. on it because yeah. he's like he's like yeah guys um it's a great time all right everybody ready what so i'm like oh shoot <laughs> like, where did that come from? Uh, and it was great when like um on loot pots is, i mean i guess same thing with with steven chewy but like steven pixel especially we're so like hey guys yeah. <laughs> like and it's just great to have that nice little fun contrast um Oh, I'm apparently no longer a speaker in the room. Um, look at that. Sorry, Trev. You I said get to see stuff things. like that if you're a supporter in the Discord. You can see <laughs> us be silent for indiscriminate amounts of time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, video games. <laughs> <laughs> so, video games. Yeah, uh, I've been playing, uh, honestly, nothing a whole lot new to talk about. So, mine will be pretty short. Yeah, a little bit more Skyward Sword. Um, here's what I'll say about that. I remembered as I... So I finished the first three dungeon. I'm not going to spoil anything, I guess, but like, just like. There are more than one dungeon. There are several dungeons. Um, Finished first three dungeons. And then it's like, go back up to Skyloft and figure out some stuff. Um, And before you like keep going, you know, in the, in the world and realize like, I'm like, I don't really know where I'm supposed to be going. And didn't, I I just don't love like lots of dialogue in games. Um, and then remembered that like oh so this is a zelda game yes right um (laughs) which i mean definitely reinforces just how much i love breath of the wild in comparison because like just do some stuff you know like if you don't know what you're supposed to do (laughs) just do some stuff but then i remembered like you know in the past i think i ended up using walkthroughs fairly often and actually enjoyed it more using the walkthrough because then it's like I just get to do this stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, for Skyward Sword or like when I played Twilight Princess, for example, like I wouldn't, I I pretty lightly use the walkthrough, but like literally as soon as it's like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I I don't want to figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) Then I'm like, I'll just look up a walkthrough. I don't care. But then, you know, not, not have it pre-spoil anything for me, Mm -hmm. but have it be there for answers. So I'll, I'm probably going to like, cause I haven't been, cause I haven't, genuinely haven't needed one yet it's been pretty obvious where to go um and then yeah you just get to a point where 
I missed probably like a couple of sentences at some point that said the guy that I was supposed to go talk to. And so when I looked up in the walkthrough, go talk to this guy, I was like, really? Uh, I don't know how I was supposed to have gotten to that, but I, I guess I missed something. Oh, um, sounds like a Zelda game. Mm -hmm. So that's- Go um, talk to this guy to progress. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at now. And yeah, and Trev said, I think Phi generally points in the right direction if you ask. I did. And um, it's still like, I haven't used her enough, I guess, maybe to know if like the difference between advice and hints and objective, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I didn't just mess with it all that much, but yeah, in any case, it's, it's a fun game to play and all that, but the kind of meta of like that part of it is, um, it, it, you know, it is what it is. That part's definitely not my favorite in general, but I still love like the world of Hyrule and all of that amongst the most of any video game world. So things. So playing that, wow, um, played more Enter the Gungeon and it's, uh, it's a good time. <laughs> Enter the Gungeon, I'm just realizing it's just fun to, in the same way that you have Smash, where it's just like, yep. I'm just going to go in and do something familiar and there's no like, maybe I'll get better at it or maybe I'm just going to play it because it's fun to press buttons and mm -hmm. that that's been what Enter the Gungeon's been for me, where like, I don't care if I get anywhere past, honestly, almost prefer to not get past the third floor because then I do have to like think about stuff and like be really, it's like, all right. So there's five floors and it, it gets legitimately difficult in my opinion, at least towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, to, to the point where, yeah, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Mitch was like, just play Hades, you silly. Um, <laughs> and he, he said, silly man, it's true. And uh, but he he stopped playing into the gungeon because he was like, it's just hard and I didn't feel like it. And he's like mm. very good at video games. So not to say that it's like so hard you can't beat it, but it's just challenging. Um, but I'll get to the third floor and like if I get past that, I'm like, man, this is one of the probably 10 times I've gotten to the fourth floor. So like part of me is like, well, now I should really like give it a good try and be very calculated and stuff. But most of the time when I'm playing it, it's for the opposite reason of that, that I don't want to be doing those things. I just want to have fun and press some buttons and like shoot some things and have low stakes. So basically anytime I get to the fourth floor, I'm like, do, 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 do. And then I die. <laughs> so it turns out, well, it's been a fun time and it's, it's a lot more fun when I don't really think about the progress of it and just see what silly, silly guns happen. And um, it's got like a lot of hidden metagame kinds of stuff. Eh, maybe not metagame. Like, I don't know what the best wording is for it, but like, there's just a lot of stuff the game doesn't tell you about um, that you can kind of figure out on your own where like hidden stats of like curse stats where worse things happen because you picked up these kinds of items or better things happen because you've done these kinds of things. And um, it's fun to like learn about those things, but it's also fun to just let them happen and have no clue why. <laughs> so there you go. That's what I've been playing. Also, I got these. Look at that. It's the oh, Pokemon Oreos. There's no Mew in them. I already, Ripped. Ashley and I went through them, but every once it. in a while, I'll pull one out and then we can all regale together at something like uh, Sableye. I don't know if we can't see that. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to eat it and say, that's what I've been playing. What you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Unite and Smash Brothers. Hey. Pokemon Unite is so annoying and I hate it um <laughs> it's, it's annoying because now like i'm i'm at the point where it's like i don't really want to play it because of the reason why it's annoying and i don't want to play it but i have to play it to like alleviate that issue because it's like 
it's only fun when I'm playing with a team that knows what they're doing. Yeah. The only way I can guarantee that is if I play with people I know, mm-hmm. but most of the people that I know that are good at the video game play the video game way more than I do. Yep. <laughs> so like, Lee, so like he's a master. So I have to get to the next rank, which I'm like right under the next rank, but I'm like hovering at the, like, uh, so there's like, a certain amount of ranks per like individual class or whatever so like the first one's beginner and then you got to like get through three uh tiers of beginner then you go great then you got to go through four of great then you get to uh expert then you got to go through five of expert i'm on four through five like i'm hovering on four and five of expert um and that's just annoying because it's like i have to play solo queue so it's rng it's like either i get a good team that knows what they're doing or i don't do you Um, know anybody that already is like you know thinking backwards about it we're like oh pete happens to be in the same thing so i think pete is in the same thing but whenever Mm -hmm. i'm online i don't see him online (laughs) and i'd assume vice versa (laughs) so it's like uh so that it just does it it never lines up dude and never lines up. Janice Man was streaming Unite for like, I don't know, I want to say like six hours a few days ago, <laughs> like the other day. I was like, yo. Uh-huh. Lee was, yeah. Lee, yes, Lee. Yeah, this man loves that game. I mean, uh-huh. I, it's fine. I like it when it's it's less the game and mm-hmm. the set, like the act of playing the game and more mm-hmm. the fact that the game is a Pokemon game. So, it, and it's on mobile and all that stuff. So it's attracting mm-hmm. kids and kids are dumb. So it's like, <laughs> rip, dude. Um, <laughs> get is it the kind of thing where Pokemon game, dude? <laughs> so, like, it, like with Mario Maker versus, for example, um, if I mean, or you know, lots of things. Take away Mario Maker versus. Who cares about that? In general, do you feel like at this point, if you if you just like kept playing overall, there's an average tendency that your rank would just go up naturally by keeping playing, even if you weren't like playing at your best or whatever or is it like there's a decent chance that you know enough bad things can happen that your rank would just naturally end up going down uh it feels like the trend is that my rank like the the more i play the more it goes up but it's a very slow climb because it's like it goes Mm -hmm. up and then it goes down 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 and then it like stagnates and then it goes up again and then it stagnates and then it goes up a little bit and then it goes down and you know it's like it's like after a week and a half i'll be one rank like one tier so like uh last week i was on veteran i mean not veteran i was on expert three and now i'm on expert four after the the week after that so like if i keep grinding i'll finally get to freaking expert five and then Mm -hmm. after a while of more grinding i'll get to veteran um but it's the climb is just not fun it's not fun and when i have smash brothers sitting right there (laughs) it's like because like at least with smash brothers even though i don't i don't know how it how i would be with smash brothers in terms of like trying to get into elite smash Mm -hmm. if getting into elite smash was like actually a grind like Mm, yeah the game came out december 7th i got my first character in elite smash like three days after that (laughs) you know um so and it it was like less a thing of like uh i need to grind at this and more i need to play the game enough to unlock the character that i won in elite smash and then practice with them a little bit and then Mm -hmm. play and get into elite smash it's never really been a thing of like 
man, I got to spend weeks and weeks grinding at the video game so I can get into the good player mm-hmm. class, you know? Uh, but with this game, it definitely feels like that. And it's it, it would be a good thing if it felt like an intrinsic thing. If it was like, man, I really understand this game and I'm getting yeah. way better at this game and I can see it because my rank. But it's like, it, it doesn't feel like that. It's like, man, I, I got a better rank because I got good pulls on my teammates. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. We're like... Yeah, you're being rewarded for the amount of time you're putting into it rather than your skill at it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where um yeah, that's just not super fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, unless then again, you know, unless likely just even playing with bad pulls on people happens to be fun or something like that. Um no, but that's the thing. A lot of times when Lee, at least when I see Lee's playing, he's playing with people that are good. Like, mm-hmm. like not not random pools. Like he'll be playing right. with at least a team of two other people that he knows oh, yeah well there you go um and i'm just most of my time with the game i probably i don't know like have like 15 hours in this game maybe yeah. more than that and most of those hours are solo queue just yeah. me <laughs> like i mean so. maybe worthwhile to you know it, yeah just find anybody that even if it's like a friend of a friend or whatever who like also just as deep you know is is good at the game but is in the same kind of situation and Mm. just do one session of like well we're gonna win all of these and then like just like (laughs) breaking up that way um instead of you know yeah also i'm still playing smash uh i i've been applying stuff i learned from quid um Mm -hmm. which was like the first session that like was like it felt like a Pokemon trainer session because all the other ones I went in thinking like this is a person that other than the one with Pinkfresh he's not a Pokemon trainer mm-hmm. player he plays Mimic. Uh, but I went in there thinking like this is somebody that's very good at Pokemon trainer and they win a lot of tournaments with this character they should teach me stuff about Pokemon trainer but they just taught me which is not a bad thing I, mm-hmm. I want to be clear like they just taught me like sports psychology stuff and like how to like how smash works on a higher level uh sort of things but quid was like now nah, we're gonna I'm t- I'm teaching you Pokemon trainer stuff and I was like dope <laughs> this is what I thought I wanted the first couple times um so I've been like readjusting habits with uh Squirtle and Charizard specifically because nice. I mean that that's one trend every uh every session that I had so far with a Pokemon trainer player it was like dude drive you sore solid don't even worry about drive you sore the other mm-hmm. two though those are the ones you work on <laughs> so I've been doing that and it's been pretty cool. Do any of the Squirtle alts have sunglasses? No, it sucks. It's so dumb. What a shame. Really dropped the ball on that. It really did. I would give them five dollars (laughs) for for an alt that has squirtle glasses. Would you give them ten dollars? I would give them ten dollars if it also came with seven more alts of some sort. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Trev said ten dollars if he can throw the glasses. Yes, I would give them ten dollars if if like it gave him a projectile. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, would, I would give them ten dollars for that. Maybe it's um, maybe it's just like Diddy Kong's banana or something, you know? Yo, just... that would be broken. Diddy Kong's banana is dumb. The I freaking I played Tweaks Diddy Kong and it was <laughs> it was a time, dude. Yeah. This man hits you with a banana and you're dead. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's done. That's what That's like when I, when I was too. fighting him, I got a hold of his banana and I was like, I am never giving you this back. It's my banana now. <laughs> like, because if you have it, I'll die. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that 
I had one tragic moment where I was playing the game of Mars. It was a community member. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Mars, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was playing it with Mars. Uh, he plays Lucas. He's pretty good at the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I comboed the crap out of him with Squirtle. I did some crazy stuff because uh, Quid specifically was like, you got to use forward tilt more with Squirtle because mm-hmm. Squirtle- it's stupid. It's a dumb move. It just does everything. Um, so I comboed him with F tilt and I grabbed him and carried him off the stage on, uh, one of the animal crossing stages called Mm -hmm. town and city. It's like the platforms, there's three platforms and they move around in different formations Mm -hmm. as the platform was moving. He landed on the platform and I was like off the platform. Like I was on the stage and I water gunned him. So before he can like get up, he just died. He was just dead. And I was like, yo, I need to send that to Quid because that was the coolest string I've ever done in my life. I have never done anything cooler than this in this video game yeah. ever. But my my replays were full. So it was just oh, rip. <laughs> it was rip, dude. And it was it was it's so annoying because like any other character, I'm like, yo, that was sick. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. But that character is big, so it doesn't matter. But Lucas uh-huh. is so small. So it's like that was a that was the truest of true combos ever. <laughs> like it was there was no like big body privilege uh-huh. on that on that combo. So I wish I do wish Smash had the just regular screenshot video recording yes. feature yep. turned on like such a nuisance that you have to say i get why they stuff. don't but yeah. it's is it's, it just to save resources yeah it's to save okay. resources um and the the solution that they have just works in yeah. turn like because what you can they save do, whole matches that way and like that's cool and yeah and it saves memory because like the the replays are not videos right. until you convert them to videos they're just code yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool solution. It made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is but frustrating like, no. when those moments happen <laughs> yeah. where it's like, I can't save any more replays. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why I'm excited for them to release the new character, whoever it is, because that means they're <laughs> gonna nuke all my current replays that I haven't converted, which is oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. Because yeah. like, I know like a lot of people like they'll say replays and that's like a bad thing when it mm-hmm. nukes the, their stuff because it's like, mm-hmm. man, I did that really cool thing. But mm-hmm. more often than not, they didn't get better from when they did that thing. Uh-huh. My replays, every time I look back at my old replays, I'm like, man, I sucked at this video game. <laughs> so it's like, it's a good thing that they nuked my replays because yeah. like all my future ones will be better than the yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I do. There's, there's some games for sure that I remember the, the, video capture feature isn't turned on for and i'm sure for similar reasons like i remember playing immortals phoenix rising and much as like that game was it, it was good it wasn't it wasn't breath of the wild but it was like you know had some things there there were definitely some like it, you know it's a combo it's it kind of like action heavy game um in terms of like going around and doing little combos and stuff um and there were definitely some times where i did stuff where like that was cool and wouldn't let you save it and it, honestly like I mean, it's not like that game's going to be hurting for sales in the long run because it's Ubisoft and they're going to put it for fifteen dollars every three weeks, you know, on the eShop. Yeah, and a year from people now, buy from there. Dollar like, every yeah. time that there's like a holiday sale. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, like people are going to be buying it regardless. But um, but yeah, that's that's something where like I feel like people being able to share footage is always a good PR thing. Like Animal Crossing, honestly, if imagine imagine if they didn't have video capture enabled for animal crossing that would be a huge miss yeah like i it just it wouldn't have been what it is you know yeah but 
like normally it wouldn't matter because yeah. like if I'm playing the game, I can because I have the ability to just record anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't thinking about doing right. that. I was just right. playing the game. <laughs> like, but yeah. next time I need time, to get more in the habit of like just, just recording. setting it up yeah. and because I don't do that ever. Yeah. Like, if you're playing, I would say if you're because now or always basically yeah. ever since I had the ability when I'm playing mm-hmm. a game that's new even if I don't know for sure if I'm going to make a video, I just yeah. record the whole thing. Yeah. Um, because then it's easy footage yeah. for, even if I don't make a video about that specific thing, it can still mm-hmm. be footage for whenever yeah, I'm like, right, switch exactly. had great games this year. Here's footage. <laughs> and not have to one. think about like, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, like YouTube, some videos, like if, if you use a clip longer than 15 seconds, YouTube will recognize that as being from where it's from or i think i mean they pretty much always recognize it, it usually but for a lot falls of things, around like yeah it usually from well i'd say like the sweet spot is like 20 ish seconds uh-huh. but 15 seconds is like super yeah. safe like so you, it, it pretty much always will recognize like oh that's this other thing but a lot of that stuff like nintendo footage re- these days is all fine like mm-hmm. nintendo's like yeah go ahead and use it so that's great if we get if we put longer than a 20 second clip of a capcom game like exclaimed like (laughs) so we like every time i put up footage i have to think about that and there's been a couple times where i'm like i i thought i did it and then but i accidentally like just blurred a section and then Mm. it came back to it and so it saw this 12 seconds and then a couple seconds later this other 12 seconds and it was like Mm -hmm. those are in the same it's so dumb (laughs) it's very dumb it's very dumb and it's like dumb to the point where it's not even like that smart because like you can take 12 seconds from a even a capcom video Mm -hmm. and then go forward a minute and 20 seconds and then take 12 12 seconds from there and it'll be like those are different videos dude (laughs) like like, fairly (laughs) often i'll just go instead of you know like here's video and i'll clip it into 15 second segments or whatever and then instead of it being like a b c d i'll just go a c b yes and yep, it's yep, like yep, yep, yep. it's literally a minute of the thing but just flipped around because i'm still talking about animal crossing mm-hmm. for this whole minute and it is relevant for all of it and another I, you cheat know. code for if you're making youtube videos dude yep. as you look for the cut like you look for when yes. they cut right. and then you just like ignore a scene and it's mm-hmm. wait for them to cut again and yep. then take that from there and then go there and it's like all right dude like i, I do skip. wonder it's funny because like <laughs> i'm sure this shatters the illusion a little bit um but yeah because you know i for the most part like a lot of my footage is from tra- trailers for games and most people can recognize that because you've seen the trailers for those games so you know it but um I do remember at some point like a friend of mine watching a video that i made and they were like so did you like thinking that essentially i had made captured all the footage captured everything edited every single bit of it together when it's like no 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 i'm using a lot of other people's work in terms of their editing abilities and they're allowing me to use their footage for the game which is relevant to my video and is why i'm using it but no i didn't go in and like get you know a 17 oh, like, so instances they're, they're of animal crossing like, like animated like text like uh like motion graphics and that stuff like or that. like you know in animal crossing it's like here's villager a doing a thing and villager b doing a thing as if you know those are all different instances of the game mm-hmm. and they put them all in one trailer so it's like it shows the variety of this game if i had to capture all of that and then put it all in a video it wouldn't it, i wouldn't <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's so. like i usually avoid 
doing that like if it has like motion graphics or something right. like that i typically don't any yeah. text i'm like i'm not putting that because yeah. like, i i just want what i'm talking about and yeah. i can do the motion graphics yeah, i can do sure. all that stuff um i just don't God, I don't have the time to capture all those different games. <laughs> Especially if it's, you know, sometimes it's a, an upcoming game. So you mm, haven't played yeah. it and you can't. Like, I can't capture footage about Metroid Dread to talk about Metroid Dread. I've got to use trailers. it's not out. Because it's not out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Inside anyways, baseball yes. aside, for now, yeah. we'll kind of get back to it in the, Q, I mean, in the comments section. That's but. true. Um, but yeah, so that. So speaking of games that aren't out yet quarter four is upon us it is officially october 1st when we're recording this it's true hello mega man as well who's also listening now um also actually no not october 1st for mega man it's october 2nd nah man time is fake it's future count um so but at least you know it's october 1st um so what we figured we talk about a little bit is looking ahead to this quarter just like it's funny because in your video you were like we don't really predict things or like whatever which is like in the way on one hand not in the, not in the way that yes. we like are like this is what's going to happen and right. we're going to yeah. be right about that <laughs> yeah like we have we do the fun version of predicting which is like oh maybe like this like maybe um, this can happen that'd be cool but it's not like <laughs> we're not sitting here betting the bank on it we're not like keep yeah. score because we're going to be right and you're going to look dumb when we're right <laughs> like <laughs> Yes, exactly. So that said, we're going to predict some stuff now. <laughs> no, um, uh, and you're so, going to look dumb woman, right? <laughs> I'm going to look so dumb. I know you weren't even talking about me, but um, so I've got the games <laughs> specifically uh, Switch, Nintendo published plus Shin Megami Tensei 5, which is maybe Nintendo published in the West as well, probably. Uh, I'm going to find out. No, I don't Ten. know gotta put in my birthday for this one because it's a old people game <laughs> it is an old people game dude I, I will be 30 by the time uh no it looks like yeah sega is publishing it in the west okay sometimes nintendo does stuff yeah, but in any case that one the, the weeb games a lot i guess for square enix for the most part but um you know it's switch exclusive exclusive at least for now so i figured include it um but yeah we're just going to talk about some of these games coming up and then also like what we think roughly the Metacritic's going to be, or the and the sales as of December thirty first, and anything else we want to talk about about them, if we think we're going to like them at all, I'd say, we'll, well see. Yeah, we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say within a year of when it comes out, but that's not twenty twenty one, dude. I mean twenty twenty two. So yeah, I mean we could also do with you know we could do both, and mm. then we'll just come back in January when the or i guess february uh, yeah checkpoint when they'll be like all right this is this is where it's at now yeah yeah so that kind of thing um so first up not even a game but next we are one week out from the oled um the oled switch coming out so mm-hmm. any thoughts i mean originally before thinking about i doing think that's going to get like a 12 on metacritic dude people aren't <laughs> going to like that game this switch is like OLED, 115 game is that gonna... man yeah, they'll be like, man, didn't no pack-ins or nothing. <laughs> Could have put one two switch with this. Um, I forget. Are you getting? Did you already yes, order the OLED? I did. Okay. And I made fun of Bob because the one he has right now is just the basic B one. <laughs> what do you mean? 
the I can't say the word, but it's right. the it's the neon one. It's the neon Joy-Cons, oh. and that's boring, dude. The, so, the, oh wait, did he already get? He just yeah. found like yeah, yep. Stores be breaking street dates, man. Look at it's that out here. Yeah, crazy. And, you know, if I cared about if I cared about making hardware videos, I'd have one right now too. Yep, but I don't. Nope, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess that does explain it. Cause I was, um, I noticed like Kevin Kenson has, uh, has a couple of switch OLED videos and yep. stuff. And but he actually, he has a real switch OLED dude. It's, he does, it's true. Yeah. A fancy, Bob's fancy. is fake. <laughs> um, but it was funny cause he pretty much at the same time as the previews were going out for it. Cause like I listened to, yeah, cause they were like, Oh, we can't compare the two. And exactly. he's like, here's two. <laughs> At, at some point he said something like that in his video is like you know i i haven't put them side by side just because i haven't had the time yet because i've been doing all this other stuff and i was like oh okay like it's yeah sure enough no restrictions he just you know got one from a hookup somewhere or whatever so good stuff but yeah i don't know any thoughts about uh, what public perception is going to be once it's out and all that kind of stuff uh, i think it's going to it won't really have like, a metacritic it'll i don't i don't quite think that it'll be like the replacement to the original switch yet mm -hmm. yeah i think that we're looking at maybe a little bit higher than whatever the switch light generally sells like if the switch light is at 15 million mm -hmm. i think by the time that switch oled becomes the de facto like it replaces the og switch and maybe mm -hmm. another thing comes out or whatever it'll be around that you know around the 15 million mark um I think that like if you're buying a new switch, which you should do is buy the switch OLED, but mm -hmm. there are plenty of people that see the $50 more and they're like, eh, that's <laughs> not a switch pro <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right. they, and they're not going to buy the switch OLED. Um, but you should because $50 yeah. is not that much for yep. the, how much like it, it's not like leagues better, but it is noticeably better. So it is worth the for additional sure. $50. I mean, I would definitely say, you know, from especially the um, impressions we've gotten so far and all that stuff, to me, it seems like just definitive edition switch kind mm -hmm. of a thing, you know, where it's yeah. like, it's, it's not improved, quote unquote, in really any ways. It's just like doing essentially what we were wanting the switch to do, but to the best degree that it's going to have done it um, yeah. without changing the hardware itself all that much. I need so to like, look up, I'm trying to look up how much the... Yeah, that's totally worth the official. Like, obviously, you can get like uh, third party mm -hmm. and like off brand versions of this, uh -huh. but like the officially licensed LAN adapter, Nintendo Switch LAN adapter is 30 bucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so like, right. Yeah, you're getting that on your dock. It's not a dongle, you know, like <laughs> that $50 is easily justified. Yeah. And I mean, it, it looks nice and stuff. So that's True, pretty good. Yeah, nice. I mean, <laughs> I got think better uh, kickstand. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, I, I've played handheld, or sorry, not handheld. I play, oh, goodness gracious, mm -hmm. played tabletop. A, not a lot, but like enough. And it's definitely been annoying to like have to get kind of, you know, because it only sits at one angle with mm -hmm. the current Switch and having to like me get low enough and it get high enough or whatever for that to like be a good angle has always been annoying. Like if I'm sitting at a table where my chair's high and the table's low or something. Um, so silly as the kickstand is like there's definitely times that it would enable just like i don't feel like holding this right now where i'm at i could just set it down somewhere i wouldn't pay 
you know, I, I wouldn't go buy one for that. Yeah. But if I were looking to buy one, then I would buy an OLED. Yeah, I, point, you know. I can't say if I would buy one or not, but I feel more justified in buying it now than I mm-hmm. did when I bought the, the last Switch. Yeah. No, the last Switch, I would say, had enough for like if you're buying a new switch for it to be the defecto mm-hmm. which it, it, it was the defecto yeah. switch because it's like oh the battery battery like blah blah um but most of the reason why i'm buying it is because mm-hmm. my sd card it, yeah. slot is messed up <laughs> oh, yeah 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 so honestly i would say yeah based on that too um talking about the, the battery life switch thing to me if i hadn't gotten a new battery life switch if i still had a launch model switch if like if you have a launch model switch, I I would recommend the upgrade personally. Mm-hmm. Just do like the battery life, unless you just never play in if you never play in handheld, who cares about any of this stuff? It's just gonna be a white switch. Um, but if you play in handheld a decent amount, then like the battery life is significantly better. And like just for that, that's like you know, a nice thing to have. Um mm-hmm. but then also, yeah, all the other stuff that comes with it. So Oh, seems worth. I mean, as far as sales go, it's just going to sell however many there are made. You know, like at this point, yeah. The way scalping True. culture is, like I can't envision that there's going to be any stock just sitting out there for a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I, True Fernie said, apparently the OLED makes you better at Smash also. That's a fact. I can't ooh, confirm that. I'm already well, better at Smash because I pre-ordered it. <laughs> a fact yep oh Mega Man said i got launched and play on handheld a lot so the bigger screen battery life was the big reason for the update plus the land to play better online better with you all look at that yeah that's true Makes that's sense. another thing i hope i hope that people at least get the new dock <laughs> because mm-hmm. people getting land <laughs> would be a big boon for me how many people do you think are gonna get it and not plug land in at all anyway? a lot a lot <laughs> A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> but even if 5% of people that buy a Switch OLED plug in that land, uh-huh. that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Because, like, the thing that I find a lot of the time is, like, and it happens a lot. <laughs> um, people will complain about the online experience and a lot of time it's their fault <laughs> like and their and their justification is usually like well this doesn't happen on my other consoles and it's like yeah because your other consoles know that your internet is bad and they're based <laughs> on like western culture so they're like oh yeah. okay your internet's probably going to suck so we're going to try to make up for that yeah. um nintendo's like we're a japanese company our internet's phenomenal <laughs> so we're going to assume that your internet's phenomenal and that's a different issue but yeah. that's that's different from like the argument that a lot of people make where it's like Nintendo doesn't understand networking. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, they understand it a lot. <laughs> you just have bad internet and you're the one that is behind. That's um, funny, yeah. So it's like, it'll be stuff like that where somebody, um, I was playing, I was playing in one of the smash, there's like smash discords for matchmaking and stuff like that. And I was playing in one of those and they're like, man, this game really sucks. Cause I can't connect to anybody. And it's like, dude, you have like net type, <laughs> like of course you can't connect to anybody your internet's garbage mm-hmm. um but yeah man people fix yeah. your internet hopefully this will help have glass no houses way. stones and all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah there you go um predictions wise i don't know i'm not gonna even bother giving a number for like how many it's gonna sell because it it's so yeah, dependent it's, it's on how much they make yeah right 
because yeah, we don't so. even know internally like what they're thinking what they wanted to sell yeah so couldn't say you know it's not like we can base it off of a whole lot of things so just leaving that one blank look at that starting mm -hmm. out strong okay. with blank things <laughs> no i told you at? it's gonna what did i say i don't even remember what number I said. um it's going to get under 20 on a metacritic something. no yeah no, 12 yeah, yeah 12 there it is yeah. that's what it's going to get on metacritic you heard it here first Oof, rough you know that's right. That's right. um next up same day metroid dread so everything else here on out is games mm -hmm. So we I think that game's going to get like Metacritic. a 90 on Metacritic. Nine, I, 85 to 90. I, think. I was going to say 87. And I, I think that like, I think it's going to be a really easy 95 to 100 for a lot of, for a lot of people. And, I think and then there's going to be, be a few that give it like a 65, yeah, right? <laughs> like 2D Metroid. Yeah. Or at game least, sucks. <laughs> or at least enough people giving it an 80 or something like that, that it pulls it down just like enough on average. Yeah. Um, and I think for the reasons that Metroid is such a storied franchise at this point, that there are things that some people expect out of it. That others, like for some people, um, one, or blah, blah, blah. one thing I know is that between like Metroid fusion and, Met and super Metroid, super Metroid's very exploration heavy. Metroid fusion is fairly linear. Um, but they're very Metroid games for both of them. People love both of them and stuff, but that's one thing that's, pretty contentious and like whether people think this next one is going to be one or the other of those so depending on where it falls on something even just like that which is just the structure of the game as a whole i could see some people be like it's an 80 because it wasn't exploration heavy or enough for me or something mm -hmm. along those lines so kind of petty but like you know i mean also i guess kind of changes the genre of the game a tiny bit or you yeah. know you do also have to account for like the two extremes of people being like, sure is Metroid 100, sure is Metroid 60. Or even like, what is Metroid? And then whatever, you know, like if, if the person adds like jeu vidéo or whatever, mm. you know, like just some, maybe not that one, but if, you know, what's the, the, the daily star, like that's yeah. one that fairly often, you know, just like, a Forbes. british publication that barely uh, yeah barely plays games but they're like i don't know you want to go play this game so i was like i guess <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah we'll see on that front but i agree yeah like 85 to 90 i'm thinking 87 but i'm gonna i'm gonna leave notes for us to come back so if if ever we ask hey does anybody remember where we uh put those it's in here that's yeah, right there episode 174 okay so that on Wait, how we remember that <laughs> who's to say <laughs> i'll put it in the here i'll put it in the title um q4 predictions there you go it's in the doc title now so we'll come back and know so okay yeah rated pretty well what about sales uh by the by when um first by um december 31st so okay. we'll find that out early february and okay. then a year in all right i think like by december 31st five million by december 31st yeah thoughts what do you think i think i think also more than five million well I mean, that's it's. I think, as anybody knows, it's that's generous for a Metroid game, yeah, by a long shot, yeah. Um, but based on like the 
everything we're seeing about it, like pre-orders doing so well and like, you know, just the whole momentum behind it. Yeah, I think that's totally reason. I I don't think that much more than five million yeah. within the first three months. But... I think yeah, first three months is the the bulk of why I'd say five million. Like yeah. I'd say by the end of twenty twenty two, it's mm-hmm. going to be or by this the time that it right. launches in twenty twenty two. Yeah, it'll be closer to ten. I think. Yeah, like not ten, but like in the like high eights, low nines range. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking pretty much the same. I was gonna say like six million. That's I mean, again, very generous. I'm seeing this six as million like for uh for the, the first the quarter. For the quarter and then mm-hmm. 10 million for okay. um for a year in, which again, super, super generous for a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. But like I really think that throughout it, as long as it reviews well and has it continues press throughout the holiday season, um, it's like the holiday game yeah for um for the switch you know like also, there's other ones that are gonna sell well but like for hardcore gamers or whatever like yeah this is it. also i'm not really looking at it as like a metroid game by yeah, right historic sales or whatever like right. i'm not looking at it like that i'm looking at metroid as like a, a figure in the gaming industry on mm-hmm. a platform that everybody loves yep um like and that's so never... many people are like I want to try Metroid game for the first mm-hmm. time ever because of exactly that. Cause it's a figure in the gaming industry mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so also the, like the switch and like late Wii U era, like mm-hmm. more so on 3ds, but to quantify it by like the console, <laughs> right. um, Metroidvanias have grown in stocks significantly. That's like 70% of the games on the platform. <laughs> so I think that that's another part of it. That's like, Oh, Metroidvania number 4 million. And it's the namesake. I'll buy that. <laughs> you know, like. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, at this point it'll, it'll almost undoubtedly, like, unless it, flops compared to what we're expecting it's going to be the best-selling metroidvania of all time which is like cool you know because like hollow knight sold i think like three and a half million or something like that um and if metroid dread sells if it caps at like three-ish million like cool that's that's as high as i mean it's not as high as it's ever going to get metroid prime 4 still will probably beat that out but like i I just can't see that happening for this you know Mm. yeah it's I think it's going to do great, which is fun. Mm-hmm. What about, and then last bit, what do you think are, yeah. What do you think your thoughts are going to be about it? When it's uh, like, the, like how good the game is. Yeah. Like where, um, I, I don't, don't know the best way to quantify that in like a thing, but like a letter grade or something like that. Uh, that you I'd, it to be. I'd guess I'd probably give it like a B minus. Um, Cause I'm like not huge on Metroidvanias. Like they're fine. Yeah. Um, but just the format like loses me pretty yeah. often it's like oh i'm back here again and <laughs> i'll play something else. um but i do want to play this so yeah. i feel like it's going like that alone like me already coming into the door not mm-hmm. feeling like so stuff like ori or um hollow knight or you know like those games i d- didn't come into those being like i want to play this i came yeah. into it because everybody was telling me you should play this mm-hmm. and if it doesn't grab me it's like if the only reason why i'm playing this is because other people are telling me to play this i don't really care anymore <laughs> um but me coming into metroid wanting to to like understand it and like see how good the game is i think will 
push me through it. Um, but I do think that those parts of Metroidvanias that usually lose my interest will keep it away from being like a S tier game yeah. for me. I feel like, yeah, totally. The the mechanics of the game are going to be a big thing. Like if it's mechanically fun to play, then that can push past that, which I mean, I happen to think the Ori and Hollow Knight are mechanically fun to play, mm-hmm. but I also can, I, I totally get where you're coming from with like, I went into those games being like, oh yeah, I've heard about Hollow Knight. I should go play Hollow Knight. And I've, you know, heard people say that Ori's good too. So I'll play that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I feel like that's going to be the thing for sure with Metroid, like with anything where backtracking is required. Like if it, I remember first hearing about backtracking in games and that sounded like the dumbest thing to me, like it's not a good word. I feel like, cause it makes it sounds like it, not what it is exactly like backtracking makes it feel like you're doing the same thing over and over where really it's like you noticed a thing you couldn't you know you noticed the door you didn't have a key to and now you're just going back and going forward but in the that other direction or something like that you know um not just like repeating things because repeating things isn't quite as fun Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean i think for me like i I wouldn't be surprised if it was a something, you know, at least a minus, but the past or (laughs) the only Metroid game I played so far, but like 2d shooting games have always been a struggle for me because I don't like the like traditional, you can, you have to jump to shoot and stuff like that, or like aiming at things in 2d space. And like, I haven't been super into shooting games in general, other than Mm -hmm. now I've been playing into the gungeon a whole bunch. And so that's the one thing about this game that like hearing in the previews that people are like, yeah, it's, it's fun to aim and be able to actually, you know, use your second joystick to aim and um, shoot things as you're running and not have to like jump and hit the right shot where like this bat's flying down and it's at this latitude or longitude or whatever. And like, you've got to jump and hit that. Like, that's not particularly fun to me. I don't enjoy Mega Man, <laughs> like that kind wow, of thing. Wow, yeah, Oh, I'm so sorry, Mega Man. I do like you, Mega Man. Not but... as Cap. That was Cap. Yeah. That was coded. <laughs> he, met, he hates you and only you. <laughs> <laughs> video game's great though. Um, <laughs> Love so, the video game. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's going to be the thing for me. Is like I know the structure is going to be a fun thing. The cinematics are already like I can tell it's it's just a cool vibe. Um, so depending on how well the mechanics relate to me and like what they feel like, I think it's going to be the big determining factor of like, yeah. Is it fun on a macro and micro level or just one of those? I think the biggest thing for my enjoyment is like how good the game feels in the beginning, because like that's usually why the backtracking loses me because like the, it's supposed to be rewarding. It's supposed to be like, man, it used to feel crappy to play this game in the first three hours, but now it feels great because I can play the video game. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just loses me. It's like, I don't like, that doesn't make me want to play more. That just like my retention dies. (laughs) If it's like the game is unfun relative to the rest of the game in the Mm -hmm. beginning. And I'm just like, nah. That's, I so think that's a good question. It like, feels good enough to play in the beginning to want to like, for it to feel even better. Like I, I'm a uh, pro buff, anti-nerf, <laughs> like <laughs> make me feel stronger, not make me feel weak and then make me feel stronger, you know? So totally. I start strong and get stronger, not mm-hmm. I start weak and get strong. Like, yeah, 
totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you said, the, the initial move set like has to be just fun, just mm-hmm. right out the gate, like the things that you're doing. Um, and I think within that too, with the backtracking, you know, it's kind of like I was saying with Skyward Sword where it's not super apparent always where I'm supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, especially in Metroidvania is where the point is you get a power that allows you to go to a place that you noticed that you couldn't go before. I think those powers have to be really evident. Like when you see the place you can't go to, it has to be obvious. Like here's a place I can't go to and a reason why I can't go into it. Like it's a frozen over door. And then you get like a fire beam or something yeah. like that. And it's like, like, if you had to figure that out, if you have to figure that out, it's, it's that analogy yeah. that I was talking about before with, with Zelda games where it's like, it's not figuring out a puzzle. It's yeah. figuring out where the puzzle piece is. Yeah. And that's not, a challenge (laughs) (laughs) it's just a nuisance you're like yeah i mean and like i'm sure that can be done well but it's hard it's easier to just not do have to do that you know Mm -hmm. like yeah like the game shouldn't have to be like man fire melts ice remember that fire melts (laughs) ice but like there should be a wall and it's like oh this is this is a nice wall can't get through this and then you get a fire missile and it's like oh shoot there was an ice wall that's Uh what i gotta do you know like yeah yeah so and that's something like i felt like hollow knight did do a really good job of that but i've played other games that have not done a good job of that of like Mm. there's something weird about this thing and i've got a bunch of items but i can't figure out what thing supposed to like the two just it's like okay eventually you kind of get like where it matches up or something or you have something that looks like it should be you know it's like well i have a plasma gun but i uh, and it's like plasma is different than fire you know something like that mm-hmm. so we'll see but all that said metro dread coming out next week um i'm very excited i'm going over oh yeah i probably can't be on the pod oh no no can be on the podcast next week i'm going after the podcast i'm gonna go hang out with um nate and my friend or mitch and my friend nate and we're gonna play it together for the first time because that's also how we played breath of the wild for the first time and it just felt like a fun little excuse to get together um several weeks later on my 30th birthday where i'm going to be old um Mm -hmm. is uh mario party superstars that comes out through so um, what do you think i gotta i gotta yeah look up some other mario parties for metacritic reasons yeah <laughs> so, this is hard to Super say mario party i think they probably usually fall in like the 70s i'm just off the top so. of my head yeah <laughs> i bet super mario party was probably like 72 and this one's probably going to be a little higher because it's like tried and true material uh, super you know mario party metacritic 76 Oh, okay. Interesting. I was going to I was going to say 75 for this. So, but um yeah, I'm I mean, going to say 80. Yeah. I, 80 I'm going to say or like like 80 or on the cusp, you know, like yeah. barely not 80. <laughs> yeah. I'll say 77 to 80. Somewhere between there. Yeah. And then um sales-wise for 3 months and 1 year. I'll go first, I guess, because you went first last time. Um, I mean, it's Mario Party. Oh, it's look, Trav, Trav out here trying to trying to uh, throw out some throw out some shade <laughs> <laughs> or reverse, I guess. He said, "Oh, speaking of Metacritic, what's the top rated game on there?" Technically, Breath of the Wild, because Ocarina of Time has the highest score, but it has less reviews. Mm. True. So, there's who's that. to say? 
bet. I am looking forward to playing Ark. Man, it's it's so fun to like, yeah, next week we've got <laughs> we've got um Smash Direct. And then we don't know when they're going to be, but at some point in October, we'll also have the, the yeah, the NSO one and the Animal Crossing yeah, there's one. There's 22 like... reviews for, for Ocarina of Time. <laughs> um, True Fernie asks, do we know how many new, how many boards will be in this new Mario Party? Quote unquote new. Um... I think five is, I'm pretty sure five. Um, unless there's a, they do a secret surprise thing and it's like, ah, there are more. Um yeah, I think they're pretty sure it's five, five, and we know which ones they are, which isn't a lot to be perfectly honest. Like, but then again, if you really like playing an actual specific board game in real life, that's just one board. So, like, the board itself, as long as it's well designed and it's not boring in and of itself and it has enough twists in it, like, people play Among Us for hundreds of hours, and there's only four locations to go in there. You know what I mean? So, I think it's one of those things where, like, more boards would be better, 100%. But more boring boards is not better than fewer good boards, I would Yeah, I think that, like, say. the way that, um, like, Super Mario Party boards are designed, that, like, I think that recency bias makes people feel like they need more boards. Right. Because, yes. like, those boards are so, like, one-dimensional <laughs> that, yeah, um, that it's like, I don't, like, I don't want to play this because there's uh-huh. no real variance there. Like the same thing is always going to happen. Like the 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 uh the mm. wind condition is always the same. It's like yeah. the person that does this specific thing on this board will win. Yeah. But how older boards were designed, there's like more twists and turns and more like yeah. things that you if can the do board to is just in. about moving from point A to point B mm-hmm. pretty much, then that's just yeah, not fun. It's got an it's got to have enough like mouse trap kind of elements, you know, where mm-hmm. it's just got fun things that happen as part of the board to make the the mini games all kind of like coalesce together a little bit better so it's not just like so the board game part is as much fun as the mini game part basically is what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yep. um sales wise i mean i think in the long run this one's going to sell great because it's mario party yeah, so it's, it's going to sell it's great it's going to do 12 to 15 million easy yeah <laughs> I think initially though, it's, you know, it, these kind of are slow. I think it's going to sell like 4 million. Yeah. That's, I think that's months. about what I was going to say too. Um, I'm happy to say 4 mil and then within a year, I don't know, seven or something. Cause again, mm. it's, it's going like, it's going to be like four years from now. It's going to be like 15 million or whatever, right. but unless yeah. there's another Mario party, but yeah, Based I do wonder what this Party, one means for that. the sales of Super Mario Party. Oh, is that what you just said too? No, I was I was just saying that um, depending on like if they do another Mario Party in between now and the next one, uh, like now and whenever it could hit the 15 million mark, that could stop it from hitting the 15 million mark. Yeah. Um, but judging on how they handled Super Mario Party, I don't think that it'll do that because <laughs> yeah. they didn't they they didn't do what we expected because like at first it was like okay um well this is the like you know like modern modern console era they could give this game dlc and then they didn't <laughs> so it was like okay well maybe they'll do a sequel um yeah. and that time ran out and they did eventually do like another game like that was what they the conclusion they came to um mm-hmm. but it just took way longer than they usually would because yeah. before mario party games were like annual if not like semi-annual you know yeah it is 
which makes me curious of what the like difference there is where if it's I don't know if they just feel like they have enough other stuff that that would take up. It wouldn't pull from other Mario parties. It would just pull from other things in general, maybe. Um, or that they just think that things have longer staying power and are more evergreen in general. To Because otherwise they could just do that, you know, just put out more Mario Party games every year or again, do DLC or whatever. So yeah, I just wonder what's changed. But I mean, I guess that changed a while ago. You know, it's not like that's been... Like the N64, it was one every year and into the GameCube maybe a little bit. But then by the time the Wii came out, it was like, you know, a three-year cycle like most other things are. I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Um, <laughs> last bit, what do you think uh, your rating for this is going to be? Uh, I think I like this more than I like the other Mario Party because like the other Mario Party has like weird dumb restrictions for online and that's the only way that i'm playing mario party yeah <laughs> like if, if it's like yeah i'll play this online like i'm not collecting people to play mario party if i'm right. if i'm like hanging out you know like we're either not playing video games or mario party is not the game that we're going to play yeah um so the only time that it's going to be a game that i play is like in streams or like hanging out in discord and being mm-hmm. like oh we should play mario party you know like that sort of thing yeah so like now that there's a game that they're like uh you know releasing the floodgates mm-hmm. <laughs> um it'll get way more play time from me yep um so like letter grade i'd probably give it like an a nice. you know like in the in the same way that like dan would give the <laughs> right. jackbox, jackbox party hack an, an yeah. s like it's like that same kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like and like like really that like you know how like I feel differently about that because like I think Jackbox yeah. is like so informed by who you play it with. I don't mm-hmm. think Mario Party is really like that. Right. Um, Otherwise, Super Mario Party would be just as fun as all the old Mario Parties, which mm-hmm. is just not yeah. specifically. The game the case, does a lot know? of the carrying. Like I yes. think that the game can be like um hurt by who you play it with if they're mm-hmm. like you know, like they take the game too seriously. Yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, not fun because sure. like this game is literally RNG. <laughs> um <laughs> but like other than that it's like the game carries like the game itself is fun so it doesn't yeah. need to like you don't have to be playing with people that are smart <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> or clever or witty or funny or anything like that that's true yeah i think for me it depends a little bit on whether or not this one works well as a two player mario party game i i mean with bots cpus obviously but um cuz super mario party not so much but like i know that other people would you know people i've played two player with friends on like mario party 2 or something like that which is you know what this one's based off of and all so um i will play this some here and there with other friends but i and then at that point probably like a a b or maybe a c depending on things but probably a b um but then if ashley and i have a good time with it just the two of us then an a from there because it's just nice to have more games to play together that's what i think so yeah, good stuff. Next up, Shimigami Tensei 5. Um, this one will be kind of fast because I, I don't care. Yeah, and um, I don't know enough things to be able to say very I'm about to look up the last Shimigami to see where they usually fall Metacritic-wise. Shimigami. Probably pretty high, I'd guess. I feel like it's the kind of thing that like, I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if it's the same like team as Persona-ish kinds of things, then, you know, that did pretty well and I'm guessing 82. So like not super high, but like, you know, 83, respectable. 83 okay. for the last one. I'm going to guess 
89. All right. I love it. Hopefully so. So there you go. And then sales wise, I mean, yeah, three months, three months. I, it'll I'll, break a million. I'll guess two and a half million. I would be, I'll, I'm going to say like one and a half million. <laughs> um, just cause I think, you know, I think like, stuff. even though I think that people exaggerate like how well persona does, uh-huh. I think the persona boost will do something to this game like a persona game that's like man this game sold phenomenally it's a Mm -hmm. crazy like successful jrpg and everybody loves it meanwhile it's at like five million or something yeah (laughs) um i think that that will translate to this because it's Uh like it's like this is the the actual series you know like this is the real game that's just a spinoff yep no i feel that i think long term it's not going to have quite the staying power that a lot of other things have again just like trends of rpgs in general it's like they they sell most of what they're going to sell at the beginning because people who are into rpgs are into rpgs they know what they want to be playing mm-hmm. so whereas like someone's like oh there's a mario party game out somebody who wants to be playing shimigami tensei 5 is going to be playing it pretty close to yeah. launch and it, it'll be part. it'll be rare that somebody's like like at a store mm-hmm. and they see shimigami tensei 5 and like they they just look at the box art and they're like this looks cool i'll buy that you know like that's <laughs> yeah. not i don't think that that's going to happen in the same way that it'll happen to like pokemon Metroid legends Dread arceus or, you know yeah, like, right. <laughs> like the, yeah. there will be people that's like i remember pokemon yellow i'll buy that you know <laughs> yeah. um but it's either it's either people like you said that know that they like this type of game or mm-hmm. it'll eventually be like i hear that this game's great from other jrpg fans yeah exactly this um just an update uh persona 5 and world combined 4.6 million i'm i'm a psychic okay. <laughs> look at that <laughs> what's persona 5's sales is that that's what i was talking about oh that. sorry not sales i meant to say metacritic um let's see let's see pretty high right i guess it's high 93 yeah there that's good is. okay i'm cool i'm gonna i'm gonna bump my side of it up to an 85 nice but yeah hopefully i mean hopefully it's on the higher end of all of this because this is a game that i'd like to want to get as well but i just i have a lot of games so like i don't know if you know we'll have to see how that goes um i do think after so my guess is one and a half million in the first three months and then probably two million in a year just because again i think it's going to be a slow trickle for a while but like mm-hmm. again it'll be a great game for the people to want it but yeah what do you think for within a year then Within a year, what did I say for three months? Two and a half. Uh, three. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for the last bit, our letter grades. I mean, you're probably not going to play it. So yeah, I'm not going to play it. Um, but if I gave it a letter grade, <laughs> C. <laughs> All right. I mean, that would probably be pretty accurate. Like if you were to play it yourself. Yes. Yep. Um, and then, but yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I think if I did play it, I'd probably give it an A. Is like, that's the way that it would probably go. There's a lot of games like that where it's like, I know I would like this game. I just don't know if I'm going to get around to it. Um, Picking up the pace a little bit because we've got so many other things to get to. (laughs) Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Uh, Metacritic, I think. What was Diamond? (laughs) Yeah, Diamond. And then also like, well... Do you think Oras factors in at all? No. 
no i think i think omega ruby alpha sapphire is like very much so hurt by that generation and the yeah. setting and and that because they're just like renewing that you know yeah and right. that was kind of um like that region hoeing you know the mm-hmm. too much water thing like <laughs> that's true huh? yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's, and it's not it's not the literal thing of like man this having an island setting it's like no there's two fire types in this game you know like it's like that sort of thing um that's like the diversity of pokemon that's in the game is super limited um and then there's other like mechanical things and like the types of gym leaders and stuff like that that makes that game relatively boring um Mm -hmm. when you bring it to now um i think diamond has a better chance to be better Mm -hmm. upon being modernized that said i don't think it's going to do too much better than the 85 that diamond got (laughs) metascore-wise Yeah. Um, I think that the Metascore is going to be an 88. <laughs> nice. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to sing low for a lot of these. I'm going to say 83, just because I know that there's like, I think it's going to be a, just the most solid way to play these games, but there's going to be a lot of people that are like, you know, this is annoying about it. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Right, exactly. So. I think that kind of thing just happens. But yeah, nice. Yo, um, <laughs> exit. They're going to be like, this game doesn't have a thousand Pokemon in the Pokedex. <laughs> I'm giving it a 22. <laughs> yep. 12, you know, just like the OLED. <laughs> That's a um, Three month sales. Uh, I mean, a um, lot because it's Pokemon. That's but not true. as much a lot. And it's going to be things. like both of them combined. And stuff yeah, like that. Right. I'll say like. I mean, well, actually, see, it's Pokemon and it's like within like a month and a half or something like like a month or two months mm-hmm. worth of sales because it's towards the end of November mm-hmm. or mid November, mm-hmm. I guess. That's true. Um, so I think that we'll probably see like six million, yeah. six to seven million. I was going to say seven as well. Yeah, because yeah, I think like month good. one, like first month, it'll sell like five. Yeah, right. Um, but but it's just got a lot of staying power like it's Mm -hmm. yeah and then i think within a year it'll uh up to 10 like close to 10 and then just keep going from there if not i think within a year it'll be like 12 12 13 million nice um what do you think your rating's gonna be uh b plus Nice. I think B for me is my guess. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, continuing on, we got two more for the rest of the year. Advance Wars Reboot Camp, which I don't even I don't even know. Um, Advance Wars Metacritic. I mean, the first one got a ninety-two. That's real good damn i think this one's going to get in less than that yeah 81 <laughs> yeah um i mean i'm i'm gonna be optimistic and say like an 86 i think but i do think that there's an element where like yeah again there weren't that many people reviewing the games at that time and just like the context around the games when they came out was different it's like a recurring series this is the best in the series yeah, if, this is a like, remake fire people are gonna be mad about as prominent like 
people yeah. didn't like love that formula as much and that could be a positive thing for this game also right because it's like people like fire emblem a lot and stuff like that but also a lot of people don't because it's like getting long in the tooth and there's too mm-hmm. many fire emblem games and blah blah, blah. Yeah. um and they wanted advanced wars for a long mm-hmm. time so that could be a positive I do wonder what people are going to think about the um I think it looks I think it looks good. I don't know if people think that it should look like different that. or better or something, you know. Um so that'll be something where like do people think the graphics look cheap or something? Again, I don't really think so. I feel like it looks I think it looks good. But uh, I could see that being a detractor or the way that they do the package, the two games together, you know, or mm-hmm. they don't add enough stuff. Like there's just all these expectations for remakes that sometimes are totally yes, founded and other times are not founded. They didn't include both art styles. They didn't right. add a whole new story uh, yeah. section. Like, yeah. And I think it's, it's funny too, because like I, I watched um, John's review for uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Um, over at Nintendo Life. And it's funny because like he he had a lot of very specific criticisms that if you're a longtime fan, feel super justified. But if you've never played the original, it's almost like you need to have two different reviews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We're yeah. like, yeah. 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 I don't know if any of those things are going to matter at all. Because like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I've played Monkey Ball some at a friend's house or whatever, but I never owned the game. So I wouldn't know these things. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just interesting. So I feel like with, collections like this remakes like this there's an element of that same kind of thing we're like you know what things are going to be a detractor for new fans versus old fans um but hopefully you know goes well sales wise i think this game not so not great yeah <laughs> uh, i mean not great for like in the grand scheme of things yeah i think that like this game like within the first like by the end of the year i'd mm-hmm. say 1.5 million yeah i mean and also this it's going on sale december 3rd so like it's still got the christmas yeah. season for sure mm-hmm. but that's not a lot you know like that's less than a month that it's got to go so i definitely say yeah one one to 1.5 just because you know niche game and not got a lot of not time a lot of time under its belt um one year i mean again depends on the reception Two for it three. three million i'll say three million within yeah. the first year yeah and that's like being super optimistic <laughs> right like assuming yeah. that people love this game matter of yeah. fact no thinking of fire emblem i'd say two million two million yeah is you're my right because fire yeah. emblem i don't even think is like past three million yet. it maybe has now but we haven't heard about it in a little mm. while so like yeah that's the kind of thing where like once it falls off a uh, speed radar you know like selling Mm. a million in a year we just don't hear about its sales quite as much so um yeah it's like the the type of thing that like we look back on five years from now and it's like oh it's at six million all right yeah (laughs) right exactly it hadn't been updated in a long time yeah um looking at yeah the last time that we got updated figures so it was at 2.87 million november 6 2020 says 3.02 million Okay, interesting. Fireball. So yeah, because and it, which just goes to show that like because the number I'm seeing here on Wikipedia is 2.87 million, mm-hmm. but in March 31 of 2020. Mm-hmm. So like you know, obviously they keep selling, but you just we don't always they're not by get that information. Bounds, so they're not like it's at seven yeah. million now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I I think that this game 
I think it's going to sell more than it typically does, but it's not going to sell a lot because it is still like a secondary. It's like a remake Mm -hmm. of a secondary franchise in the first place. Right. Um, Yeah. So, uh huh. And a secondary franchise to a franchise that like is still, I mean, it's a tier in Nintendo land, you know, Mm -hmm. like in the same way that like Metroid is kind of a tier in Nintendo land, Mm -hmm. like as a, as a, as a like name. Um, but sales wise, it's like, eh, you know, if a Mario, if a Mario game sold 3 million copies, (laughs) like they break, break the the glass, press (laughs) the red button. We're having problems here, but a Metroid game selling 3 million, everybody's Mm -hmm. popping off. It's a celebration. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So what, uh, A, do you think you're going to play this game at all? Uh, yeah, I might check it out. Nice. What do you think? What do you think you'll think? C, C plus. C plus, C plus to B minus. <laughs> um, I, I'll go B plus, probably, M- maybe more than that. Who's to say? Um, I think it depends a little bit on like I like the idea of like more mission structure kinds of things in some ways because it will therefore have a lot less like text between things and like having to keep up with big stories and things. Which I I like story. I just don't like narrative in some way, something like that. Like, I don't know how to define it exactly, but it's something along those lines. Um, like exposition dumb. Yes, I, exactly. Not a fan of that. Um, and so, but I wonder if it's going to like go too far in the opposite direction where it's just like, here's just some guys and some gals fighting some wars. Yo, they um, gotta tell us the story about how Andy question mark got his ranch. <laughs> if we don't know, then like, why are we even fighting? You know? True, this man got a big wrench. Where do you get that wrench from? I've never seen a wrench that big. Yeah. Um, last up, Big Brain Academy, December 3rd. Um, I don't know nearly enough about Big Brain Academy history. To- Is that last? Because, I mean, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. Were you going to say Legends Arceus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say that. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, no, that's like, that's like just in their Q1. Yeah. Just barely. Um, Big Brain Academy. I feel like I need to look up the eighty-two. Critic is what I'm thinking. Big Brain Academy Metacritic. Big Brain Academy for DS reviews. Mm-hmm. Seventy-four. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to get uh seventy-eight. 78 to 82 somewhere in there yeah probably my 82 is generous i don't even know (laughs) i mean it sounds like it based on that but you know whatever we'll see i mean like how is uh brain training metacritic um what no the switch one for nintendo switch metacritic Oh, mm, well never mind this one's a 64 yeah that's because it didn't come out here man that's right yeah i don't i i don't know enough about that one to know why it didn't score super well i don't know i didn't play it It come out here (laughs) exactly um sales wise yeah big brain academy i don't know maybe something that could do decent in the long run but i have no clue to be fully honest I'm going to say, I mean, I feel like it's going to be similar to like clubhouse games where it's like, it'll sell eventually. So like probably 1 million in the holiday season and then like 3 million within a year. So like, it'll 
be more evergreen I don't than know advanced wars. Say, yeah, I don't know if I'm saying three million. I'll say one million in the in the like first month or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I'll say like two million, two, 2.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah, because I, I could even see along those lines, Clubhouse games you know, is, is selling pretty well. It's at 3.14 million, but that also has games in the name. And it mm. feels very like if you went to a store, I could see somebody ha- knowing nothing about it and be like, I know those little games that are on there. We could play those games with yeah, somebody. I'd play checkers on my switch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I could, I could see that happening. Whereas this is much more kind of ambiguous as far as that kind of stuff goes. Um, so yeah, ratings, letter grade, any thoughts uh i don't know if i'll play this game yeah i don't know uh i don't even know what i would rate this i don't know man maybe i need to know my brain's age i'm gonna just you put know? question marks because yeah i'm okay here's the thing for me 100 depends on if this is something again like with uh, mario party well doesn't depend nearly as much as with mario party but if ashley and i would like playing it together then maybe it would be you know up there but mm. otherwise, I, I'm not going to play it for just me, I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah. Inconclusive. TBD. Inconclusive, indeed. I mean, well, not even TBD. because <laughs> Unless there's not. a demo. I could see if there's a demo and we can, like, get our hands on it a little bit, then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, then maybe it's like, wow, this is way more fun than I thought is it was there, be. Well, I don't know. It's not here. It's not <laughs> yeah, here. Right. I was going to say, is there a demo for, for brain training or whatever? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's not available. Training in our region nope maybe that's why that. man maybe we're too dumb okay too well dumb no because it was training i know why the one. okay yeah 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 it's the lawsuit or whatever right but, but the real reason is we're too dumb <laughs> we are very very unintelligent um but that's you know just fun you know to be not too smart it is fun being dumb i i wish i was more dumb than i am because i feel like dumb people enjoy so much so much more you know (laughs) so here's the thing i'm not even smart i'm just self-aware and Mm. that's sometimes you know we already established that we're dumb i told you we're dumb but yeah there are people that are dumb more dumb (laughs) i Um, did so this is as an aside yeah i saw i don't remember oh no no, i I watched a video that was responding to (laughs) it's a guy who's um uh (laughs) small brain academy he's a psychiatrist or psychologist or something and he was responding to a tweet that was like the tweet said you know I, I go to a therapist and I'd say um, and they're like wow you're so self-aware and they're like yes I'm pretty sure that's the problem um, <laughs> and they, the guy like went in in depth on it and explained really well like yeah that 100 percent. if you have some amount of you know like anxiety or depression or whatever which is that is a thing within the deal household and like i definitely have a twinge of some depression stuff so there's that mm-hmm. but um a lot of it is that and it's like that you long story short if there's if a deer goes out in the woods and is like trying to find berries or something like that and it goes to 10 bushes and there's no berries at the end of those 10 bushes it's like i'm gonna go to some more bushes and that's it and just keeps going about its business whereas if 
any old person tries to do a thing 10 times. I have been to 10 bushes. There's no <laughs> way that the next 10. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then you start thinking like, oh, it's not about the bushes. Like I must be so dumb for mm-hmm. not, you know, you make not conclusions about yourself. Bush that had to be. <laughs> right. And after, you know, after a while, like that's, it's a smart thing to be able to adapt to that. But if you have to, uh, something, something more active default mode network, you start making those conclusions faster than you should where mm. like you go to two bushes and you're like oh two bushes must be so dumb and like, <laughs> so that's uh a little bit of psychology for everybody what a good time um that's that's a first for directly i think it is i Watch mean i talked brain, about y'all. sports psychology a few times but that's a different thing it is i mean it's the same thing it's still psychology but it's a different thing it's different indeed um and just like that's a different thing the 4K switch and not being the OLED, which is coming out, and the 4K apparently never coming out, never gonna ever be a Yo, thing. Yo, Nintendo said thing. that it's not happening. And you know, they, when Nintendo says that something's not happening, it's not happening. Yeah. That's the end. That's it. They pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like, and I didn't wanna like add context. I made a tweet where I was yeah. like, yo, confirmation bias. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> like, because I literally saw like like yep. tweets one by one of people being like, that's it. Nintendo said it. That confirms the thing that I thought. <laughs> and it's like, it's like we know nothing still. <laughs> like, we don't and it's know. funny because yeah, either direction. It's like Nintendo said it, therefore they're covering something up, or Nintendo mm. said it, therefore. Some not nothing's happening. happening. Yeah, and it's like like the Switch Pro specifically. I feel like yeah. people are even more invested in being right or wrong about the thing. And a mm-hmm. lot of the people, it depends on what they personally want, right? Yeah. Where and and I don't even necessarily mean in the same way that it's like we'll talk about a game that we want, and it's like, yo, that would be sick if this game happened, and we're like, if it gets announced, we're like, yo, we got it right, that's dope. But like in the sense that like. I just bought a switch or I bought a switch three years ago and I want two more years. If there's a switch pro, I'll be very angry because I'll feel forced yeah. to buy the switch pro. So therefore there's no switch pro because mm-hmm. Nintendo knows that I'll be angry if there's a switch pro. <laughs> um, and and then there's people angry? that's like, well, I want a switch pro. So this mm-hmm. rumor means that I get what I want and Nintendo knows what I want. So they're going to yeah. make what I want. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. Like the details of this, uh, eventually you just depends on who you want to trust mm-hmm. um and feel free we don't know one way or another so right now no harm no foul you direction as long as you're nice about it trust whoever you want in this regard um maybe those 11 studios that apparently got 4k switch dev kits did really get them and nintendo's lying or maybe it's the other way around or probably maybe ish more likely it's It's somewhere somewhere in the middle middle. yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know who really knows but i think you know the things that we know are that at some point there's going to be a stronger switch kind of a thing Mm -hmm. actually i mean we don't technically 100 know that they could fully change directions their next console could be completely different before they ever make a stronger switch super unlikely but technically possible um yeah most likely eventually there's either going to be a switch full revision or a switch pro kind of thing pro and new nintendo switch and that's what a lot of the splitting hairs is also about where Mm -hmm. it's like nintendo would never do that they wouldn't call a console nintendo switch pro they would call it new nintendo switch (laughs) go back four or five years 
Nintendo would never make a new Nintendo 3DS. They would call it yeah. Super 3, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always based off of what they've done, but only what they've done in the way that confirms your narrative. Right. Because like, they've always done both, mm-hmm. you know, like their, their thing is never to like to focus on the hardware unless it is. Sometimes <laughs> it is, you know, so, yeah. so it's like, it just makes no sense to like, to be that um dogmatic about it where mm-hmm. it's like this is definitely going to happen because how i read how right. everything has happened before and their values based off of my opinion on yeah. them you know it's like, i mean the other thing too is you know like so many of the retorts being like well nintendo has to do a new something uh-huh. and within this timeline because the other consoles and mm-hmm. people are like it's you know like it's not catching up and it's so far behind which like i i get hundred percent how anybody feels that way about themselves. Like there, you may be losing interest in the switch mm-hmm. because it's not technically as whatever as whatever. That's totally fine. Um, the things that makes Nintendo the most money more often than not, isn't it, or, you know, like, Hey, they have sales data to know they're still doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Kirby, for example, to they have you literally know, been the best selling console in America for for every month almost 40 months i think yeah it's like 36 months or something like that so like i mean to jump ahead a bit to my video or whatever in far as i do want to say i do want to say i mean i'm not actually jumping in my video but yes. okay okay go ahead i was just gonna say like kirby for example Mm -hmm. being something where they're it's not a hardware risk at all like it's they're Mm -hmm. not changing their hardware at all but they're doing something interesting anyway Mm -hmm. like they can still do a lot of really interesting things that push them forward sales wise without having to like preemptively push forward hardware wise ideally not everything is reactive yeah like i i do i personally think that there is going to be i don't think it's going to be called switch pro i don't care what it's called yeah but i personally do think that they're working on more powerful in quotes hardware Mm -hmm. uh, more capable hardware um and i think that this rather than the switch oled deconfirming that Mm -hmm. for me it confirmed it in my head where I'm like, this is definitely going to happen. Like there's yeah. no way that this is not going to happen because, mm-hmm. and again, it's nothing to do with rumors. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just looking at what has been done yeah. and looking at the current landscape. Okay. We got an OLED switch. We heard mm-hmm. stuff about them ordering OLED screens and all that stuff before that happened blah, 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 blah. There's a chip shortage. What's <laughs> the only thing that the new switch doesn't have a new chip. Yeah. What did the new switches have? A new chip. What is NVIDIA with Nintendo? They got a 10-year, at least long partnership. Mm -hmm. They're talking about continuously growing this Nintendo Switch family. I don't know. I think that the the missing puzzle piece here Uh is them having a new chip. And they're like, we already got all these new screens and like we, we manufacture all these switches, but uh-huh. we don't have the new chip. Or we, we like have plans to manufacture all these switches, but we yeah. don't have the new chipset. Mm-hmm. Just put out the a new like the yeah. regular chipset with the screens and all the other parts that we mm-hmm. already have and call it the OLED model. We'll come back for pro next year or the year after or whatever, you know. And then especially with like, you know, new heart or new software and stuff that they've got that like would push it or want to launch with it or something like that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. Now we can push that out too. You know, like yep. if Breath of the Wild 2 was going to be coming out this holiday originally. Now they're like, all right, whatever. Coming out next year, you know. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I think that especially makes a lot of sense that the, the thing that was missing was the thing that we just don't have. So mm-hmm. they just pivoted and 
Yeah, I mean, it feels like when we make videos and we're like, oh, I wrote half of a script, but a new thing's happening. So I'm going to do that instead, or like repurpose this yeah. half of the script for this. Other. It's like exactly. kind of just using what you've already got, making the, you know, making. I mean, it's kind of like this video, the, the video that I did this yeah, week right? where <laughs> I started that video weeks ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and then this is like more and more, because before it was like, I wanted to talk about the the fact that like there uh, there was no direct yet. There right. may or may not be a direct, but if there is one, who cares? Because like <laughs> it'll happen eventually, you know, yeah. like just because people think that it will happen doesn't mean that it will happen. Yeah. Um, and vice versa. Um, but since then we got a direct that confirmed mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that was rumored or speculated on. Um, mm-hmm. there's more switch pro rumors, you know, like there's always more and more rumors dread is the result of a 15 year long rumor (laughs) speculation loop you know like there's so much stuff that happens in the community all the time that people are like i hate when people talk about rumors and speculation but so much of what we get is the outcome of that you know it's just like you have to be able to like be uh yeah like literate in your research not like literally right like be able to parse through like what you should put stake in. And mm-hmm. even those things that you're like, I believe this, don't freaking bet the bank on it. Don't, <laughs> don't uh, set that as your personality type. Right. My personality is, I think that the switch pro is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and you know, also find out whose voices you just enjoy listening, you know, cause like I could maybe enjoy watching some, content creators stuff but i know that anytime they talk about this one thing about rumors or about nintendo directs or whatever i'm like i don't really like the way that they talk about that thing so just don't watch that video of theirs but watch you know because other people talk about things differently so i think Mm -hmm. if it's about how you consume media just like find whoever is does it make you mad you know like i'm um yeah i'm a proponent for like if if there's somebody on your social media or whatever where it's like yeah they're nice and i liked them a lot but Anytime they post specifically on social media, I don't enjoy that. It makes my day them. worse. Yeah. If it makes your day worse, just mute them and it's fine. You know, like that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that. But speaking of Metroid, as you did and rumors, um, Metroid Prime Trilogy versus Metroid Prime 1 Remake. We this is another I, thing. Yeah, it uh, is. That too. That too yeah. is another thing that's like, I mean, I didn't so, talk about it super deep on that, but right. I did want to mention it. So I don't want to, I'll hit the highlights of this, the thing that's being talked about. I don't specifically care about talking about yeah. what we think is going to happen yeah. as much as like, what would, what's the pros and cons for you of each one? You know, like just what would be, what would you enjoy more? Um, what would I enjoy more and stuff? If Prime and, 1, if it's just Prime 1 and it's like a remake, one thousand percent, I would prefer that more. Yeah. Um, but the trilogy would also be cool if that yeah. was just a port and blah 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 or whatever. Um, yeah. I'd be super down with either. And this is another thing that I feel like people see stuff like this, and then they look at like the. And I don't mean like when I say this term, I don't mean the blanket thing of like literally anybody that calls themselves this, but mm-hmm. like the industry insiders, like the like the proven ones, you know, like the right. Emily yeah. Rogers of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously know some stuff and know some people, you know. Yeah. Um, whenever stuff like this happens, they're like, ah, you said it was going to be the trilogy. It's not the trilogy, so obviously you know nothing. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, this doesn't say to you that obviously they knew something was going down and plans changed or, you know, like somebody uh -huh. didn't tell them the whole story or whatever. But obviously they knew something because uh -huh. who, who would have guessed that otherwise? I mean, for example, even in this article, this is talking about, so like Emily Rogers, yeah, you know, mentioned Prime One remake and Jeff Grubb originally had said, pretty sure trilogy's been done and dusted for a while. And, but then on here, you know, he said, um, again, not that this is any more clout than anything else or whatever, but just as far as like the people are like, oh yeah, I guess plans change um, mm -hmm. are, he said, I think that Nintendo will release Prime Metro Prime 1 on Twitch instead of Trilogy. It has been working on this. Uh, yeah, they've been working on this for years. And when I heard everyone, including me, assumed it was the Trilogy. So like, you know, it, at that point, this whole big rumor thing came off of what sounded like it was just an assumption of like, oh, it's, you know, the Trilogy when maybe it was just only the one thing ever. So, you know, I, I think the thing is like, we assume, um, or the way it comes across is that like these, insiders are having in-depth conversations with the person that's leaking the thing or whatever that's mm -hmm. at nintendo or something when realistically it's probably the person they like at like, a bar or something like oh yeah we're working on this yeah, yeah like, or even just like by the way we're doing this thing. and then like kind of like you know like yeah, get yeah. out of there skirt as fast as you can um because they don't want you know it to get back to them or something like that and even um, stuff that we've heard you know like it's never like yeah. this super deep this is probably going to happen at this time right it's like, oh, okay <laughs> you know like yeah so it's it, you know and like yeah probing more about it doesn't i think people also know in this position not to probe more about it to kind of yeah. take what you get and go with it from there so you know there's what it is so but that said um, do you have a preference between the two Metro Prime one remake or nah. trilogy? Nah. I think I, I've been thinking about it a little bit in these past two minutes. Uh, <laughs> and it's hard because I think, I think prime one remake would end up being a better, more polished experience. Um, prime trilogy would be like, Oh, nice. They're all there. Mm. Both of them are great. I mean, both of them would be, you know, just as good as the other i think, I think if just prime one remake came i would have a better time playing the game but i would be like i wonder if the other ones are coming and it would be nice to just have that wrapped up at the same time yeah. so like i'm good either way as well but yeah those are my thoughts i think that there's bonuses to both yeah um i think that like best case scenario in a perfect world is the like prime one remake you know like yeah. because that would probably give us a good idea of like where their heads at mechanically at the very least for prime four. Um, yeah. And it'll be like a more polished experience and a lot of the stuff that's like going to be annoying, going back to prime one through three mm -hmm. now um, could be addressed in a remake. Yeah. Um, right. But if their plan isn't to do that or their plan to do that is informed by how well prime one remake does. And if prime one remake happens and doesn't do that well, they don't do two and three, you know, like it, it all depends on stuff like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, and the other thing of just like, if the goal is to have the game promote prime four, mm -hmm. um, you know, it would be a, maybe a little bit weird to be like, here's prime one. And then later prime four, and then mm -hmm. none of the in between things. But at the same time, like, you know, Metroid definitely wouldn't be the first series to just do that anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're already doing that with, um, you know, uh, Metroid dread being the fifth in the series, but you can't play two or you're, 
Yeah, you can't play two or four. You can only play mm-hmm. one and three, right? They Pretty did sure. it with, uh, well, Nite- yeah. not Nintendo, but like Sony. They did it with Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. They right. remade the first game and then this game came out and it's like it kind of follows up uh-huh. on the first game, but it's more like you've been through all that stuff. You did <laughs> so many great things and now you're here now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? I played one game, dude. <laughs> like if you just played the four, PlayStation 4 version. Yeah. And that's for some reason I didn't realize the PlayStation 4 one was a remake. Um, oh. I just thought it was just a new Ratchet and Clank game. That's funny. Hmm. Um, I just deleted some articles because it was just there's some more rumored games. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't have opinions on any of them. It's Konami's maybe doing some stuff. Neat. Cool. And I don't remember what the other one was that I put in there, but something else. Awesome, uh, cool. But the last <laughs> thing, just because I saw you had an opinion on this, I have not much of one, but Bandai Namco has a new logo. L get yeah. away from me it it does look like i don't like a very corporate like slack i don't know just corporate culture logo you know what i mean mm. <laughs> uh i what's i don't care that much like as a, a consumer whatever but like i said what i thought <laughs> like, <laughs> for making thumbnails yeah ill disgusting their logo <laughs> is already like annoying enough to deal with uh-huh. um but that logo is definitely going to look nasty in thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it's funny i i noticed here it says new bandai the new bandai namco logo used with purpose primarily for corporate materials and i was like oh okay so it's just for corporate stuff and then right under it new bandai logo primarily for products and services and it's exactly the same just without the tagline fun for all into yep. the future which is yeah i mean a silly tag that, that's pretty normal that they yeah. like when you make a low though and yeah like right. when you trademark i don't know if you saw like the the thing that bob made where he like made all the different instances of the logo of the wolf mm-hmm. den logo and like how it looks like on a black background and a white back that's pretty right yeah, yeah um and that was their version of that where it's, it's corporate like this is the logo whatever. that we want you to use in this instance mm-hmm. and this is the version of the logo that we want you to use in that instance you know like it's that situation yep I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh, okay. So that's just their corporate one. Maybe the normal one, maybe it's going to be regular for other things. No, it's yeah, it's no, just it's, barely different. <laughs> yep. It's still nasty. Indeed. So that's the news. Um, now we've got some comments on some videos that we made that uh, went up the other day and we're going to talk about, you know, um, AJ, you made a video. Any thoughts I did. before we get into the comments? Um. I like uh, the, I mean, I said it in a video, but I like the whole, and I mean, it's, if it's not obvious enough with the content that I've chosen, chosen to make for the past mm-hmm. half decade <laughs> or whatever, um, I like talking about stuff that might happen Yeah. Um, because that's fun. It's like either I can play what exists, which I do, or I can talk about what might exist later, which yeah. I also do. And all, both of those things can be fun. Like, Making the same stuff about just what we already know is boring to me. But being like, yo, what if this is <laughs> so much more fun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, because we don't. And I feel like that's generally what people come to our channel more for anyway. Like yeah, a little bit more creativity or like ideation kind of stuff as opposed to reviews and stuff. Like I, 
I'm, you know, I'd be curious the number of times that I've been like this game really good. Everybody should go play this game. Cause I like it so much. I've seen maybe like two people actually go and play one of the games that I said that I had that opinion about. And that's very fine. Like I am totally okay with it. Whereas other channels, like that's their whole thing is like mm. things are already out or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's just fun to be able to talk about the, the future of things or yeah. speculation and all that. And even like those sorts of videos, like I know more so from stuff like the podcast and streams and stuff like that, where it's like, I know that there's people that like play and buy games based off of my recommendations and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And that's fun. And that's good to do every once in a while. Right. But like in a vacuum, there's nothing else to talk about. A new game didn't just come out or something like that. Yeah, I don't feel a need to like dig up some game and be like, here's this random game that you didn't <laughs> already want to spend money on. You should spend right. money on it. More so <laughs> like, I'd rather make videos about like, here's a game that I know you're thinking about buying, but you're mm -hmm. just not sure you want it. And mm -hmm. here's why you probably should or shouldn't. Um, and if there's nothing like that, I'd rather talk about like, be creative yeah um about it so yep so first comment from rule to review hello rob said hello, uh, rob. great video and great topic i really mm. appreciate your breakdown on how rumors and news can inform good conversation whether online on youtube or with friends i think people have lost sight of that yes agreed definitely. very agreed definitely because like we've been getting i mean we don't get that many comments but every once in a while we'll get comments from people like that where it's like I'm so sick of speculation and blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And usually it's like not, it doesn't feel like a direct response to what we're doing because like, mm -hmm. right. We, we're not doing what they describe. Uh -huh. um, but like, it'll be like whatever video topic or like title that they see is like the mm -hmm. straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> like I'm yeah. so sick of speculation. Everyone's talking about switch pro these days. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it, it's just like, I get it because like a lot of those people do talk about it in the same boilerplate, like just regurgitating the report sort of way. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. makes sense. But I think the rumor is less a problem and the way that people report on the report is the actual problem. Right. And that would be true if none of these rumors existed and it was just <laughs> everybody reviewing the same video game. And they're all like, man, it really feels like you're spider-man you know like that sort of stuff like yeah if it's not this then it's that with those type of channels um yeah. the topic is rarely the issue it's how mm -hmm. they present the topic to you that is yeah. the actual issue i think i mean like like you'd said and rob said in this too just like it informing good conversation like i think you know that's the whole been the whole shtick of this channel since before i joined um, when you were doing it beforehand, it was like, you know, let's, let's talk about things together and comments and stuff. And like, I think that definitely frames things in a really different way where it's not just like, I'm going to tell you stuff and then you go off and have that you. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh -huh. It's, you know, here's something that like, I would love to be talking to, you know, a colleague at work or like a friend's, you know, whatever but I don't have anybody else to talk about it with. So I'm going to talk about it on the internet or something, you know, cause yeah. like I, it, it was literally a thing of like me and Logan and mm -hmm. the other two guys that <laughs> started the channel with alongside other people that sat at our lunch table would right. literally sit around at the lunch table or at the bus stop or on the bus mm -hmm. or whatever. And be like, yo, you know, what would be sick this. 
that that would be the type of conversations that we would have yeah. and it wasn't necessary like for me i know that there are people like that it's like i don't have anybody else to talk to like yeah. that but my thing wasn't necessarily like i don't have anybody to talk to right it was just like i want to talk about this but with more people <laughs> um so like i was like i like talking about it i have friends that i know like talking about it so there has to be other people that like talking about this yeah um luckily there are <laughs> true yeah so i think that's it yeah it's all about good conversation and this stuff just prompts it you know which is mm. fun uh gk dope esquire said man you hit it with that last point the worst part of speculation is when people are willing to die on a hill about what will and won't happen i think speculation is just a natural part of any kind of fandom if you're going to speak to um if you're going to speak on the future of anything it's going to be speculative some people mm. get so attached to their views or their wants that they make it no fun if things don't go exactly how they want it to that's not to say that we can engage in um that we can't i guess that's not to say that we can't engage in critique on products or games that nintendo puts out but if that critique ignores the merits of the product and is just about how they failed to do exactly what you wanted when you wanted it then it's not really a critique in my opinion yeah yeah yeah. like that you're you're reviewing something that actually doesn't exist right like and that's the thing that's funny it's like it, that loop never ends because like mm -hmm. When we put out a video that's like, this would be dope if this happened, we don't then put out the next video of when it happens and be like, this is how it's different from what I wanted. You know, yeah, it's like, right. no, we talk about what it is and how much mm -hmm. we like the thing that it is. Because yeah. reviewing what it's not is not helpful mm -hmm. to anybody. I mean, and there's things like, yeah, there's definitely you know, industry standards or quality of life things where like mm -hmm. when you review a game, you're like, oh, it's you know, it's not a stable frame rate or it's not, um, it doesn't seamless, you know, like we said right. with advanced wars reboot camp or whatever, like yeah. if those games, it feels shoddily put together. Like that's a thing, which is, a but you're thing. reviewing it against things if you're, if that you're do exist Pokemon or Sword and Shield because yeah. it's not breath of the wild reviewing that yeah. poorly. Cause it's not that that's not a good review. Cause exactly. it's not trying right. to be right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's anything's going to, uh, can't say it better. GK Dope Esquire, he's a good job. Um, Mar said, to be honest, I find rumors and speculation videos boring. Most of the time they start with a long intro slash contextualization, then 30 seconds to two minutes of speculations, and then a long outro. For a 10 to 15 minute video, that's a lot. That's like a cocktail with a bottle of water and two tablespoons of sugar. <laughs> I love when video talks about expectations and dreams about video game franchise or even games that don't exist at all. You don't need to be a game developer to imagine an original game concept as silly or impossible to make as it can be. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. Yep. Because that's exactly like, I think we do a little bit of like, not in like the ratio that he's talking right. about. No, right. For um, sure. But we definitely try to, like I said in the video, like we try to contextualize stuff mm -hmm. based off of what is possible because mm -hmm. it's just more challenging that way. Like it, it's, it's easy to be like, man, I think it would be very dope if the next Breath of the Wild game was, uh, you know, like a, a persistent MMO game and like some of your friends control the good guys and there's no NPCs. Everybody's controlled by another person and blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, that would be dope, but it's not possible. <laughs> so, but, but looking at like, okay, what resources does Nintendo have? What have uh -huh. they done in the past? Where's their head at in terms of like their vision for this franchise or the company or like the type of fan base that mm -hmm. they want to cultivate and all this other stuff and what would they make based off of that yeah 
Um, or, I, that- I mean, sometimes even things that like a Pokemon MMO or something like that, like that might be something Nintendo would never, or the Game Freak Pokemon company, whatever, would never realistically do, but it's something that still can be contextualized within its world. Yeah. So like, it's like coming from a different angle of like, it's grounded in something. It's not right. necessarily grounded in game realization, but it's grounded in like a thing. You and, know, as yeah, because yeah. even that, even, even though it's not something that Nintendo or Pokemon company would want to do for X, Y, and Z reason, it's not mm-hmm. usually that reason of it like not being possible it's just like that's yeah. not how we see this franchise yeah. um but we'll be we'll, even stuff like that where it's like this is how they could do an mmo and it still be within reason for them mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah exactly yeah i think i think you're right as far as like because i i sometimes do feel bad about like the intro contextualization stuff in mm-hmm. my videos but like it it almost always well it's it never is like, man, I got to fill up some space at the beginning. It's just, it's I'll like, write this some video stuff. wouldn't make sense if I didn't contextualize. Yeah. And usually what happens is I'll be contextualizing stuff. And it's like, this is how my brain got to the, this part, the main part of the video. Mm-hmm. It's like all this stuff. Um, and then I'll get to a point where I'm like, I'm at like, you know, 45% of my word count. Um, I'm just going to wrap that part up and move on to the <laughs> part. So like sometimes I'm like, Ooh, that was like, you know, almost 700 words or a thousand words about that beginning part. But like, it's yeah, important. Not, as long as it's entertaining. That, that is usually not something I do. You're, you're like, <laughs> like way more wordy than I am. Like usually yeah. I'll like, I'll like, if I do find that like my intros or whatever are like a certain length it doesn't even matter what the length is i'll mm-hmm. go back and i'll see if i can like add more to like get to the quote-unquote point mm-hmm. earlier and then contextualize after i'm like like in in the, the things where it's like you just open with like this would be dope if this game existed and yeah. here's why this is possible and this is what that would mean with the the game that we envisioned at the beginning and uh-huh. flesh that out blah 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 um but that's just a format thing <laughs> yeah right um because i know that retention is bad and yeah in the modern age and i'm part of the problem <laughs> i too retain things worse <laughs> you're part of the modern age what can you do that's a um, chronically cal said uh has someone as someone who had to distance myself from certain unnamed creators last year because because of the way they engaged rumors was really messing with my enjoyment of the switch and content. I think there's definitely ways to approach rumors and speculations that are generally healthier. Mm-hmm. Taking the Switch Pro, for example, which I think does exist in some capacity, some people, including you guys, um, what is I IIRC, I if I recall it. correctly? You got it. Um, approach reports like Bloomberg's as a jumping off point for broader discussions about the future of Nintendo's hardware. What would a 4K Switch look like? How much would it cost? Could it be TV only? What was? What about the Switch Lite? Would there be pro Joy-Cons? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are also creators who build their platforms based on reporting rumors as news going, mm-hmm. Bloomberg is reputable, so this is pretty much confirmed, and then getting upset when rumors aren't 100% true. To be clear, getting upset as in treating it like a broken promise, not as in being disappointed that the OLED isn't a product that suits your playstyle or something. Yeah. Speculation is fun. I wouldn't be here if I didn't think it was. I speculate a lot with my friends about what might Nintendo might do, but I think it's really important to separate speculation from guarantees. 
I'm glad that that's the conclusion that they came to because that's exactly what it is. It's like yeah. the 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 rumor or speculation is literally a jumping off point. It's like, oh, yeah. this is a thing that is happening. This is something that people are interested in. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it, but not in a way that it's like, oh, this is definitely happening, blah, right. blah. It's like, okay, this is something that is a possibility or mm-hmm. th- something people are thinking about. Let's talk through what it could be. What yeah. would be cool if it did happen? You know, like that sort of thing. I think a lot of times, like something that both of us do and definitely some other channels as well, but is liking to, I like to think of things from Nintendo's perspective mm-hmm. or I mean, from other companies' perspective, yeah. but Nintendo is just the one of the hour. Um, because And that in and of itself is just always going to, I feel like turn out more, entertaining Lee where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, if, you know, if this is the big picture, like how would I fill in those gaps of things? Whereas I think the like rumor, new speculation things, or that kind of other side of it typically see things from our perspective only. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's what I want. Here's what should happen. Here's what apparently is going to happen. And then if it does or doesn't, then here's why I'm mad about that mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like the reason I don't get like in general, you know, it's like Nintendo is just a company, whatever. They're not, your friend or whatever, but I trust them as a company, any, as much as I trust, you know, other. Okay. Companies, companies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And so it's, I don't remember exactly where I was going with that, but you know, it makes it where it's like, I can put myself in their shoes and it feel reasonable and realistic. Yeah, and it's, it's like already detached in that way. Like we're yeah. not, we're not starting from a point of like, man, I really convinced myself that I love this game. I already <laughs> convinced myself that if it doesn't happen in this way, it sucks. Yeah, We're already doing the monkey's paw side of it of like, <laughs> I mean, this would be cool if it was perfect, but I know it won't be. So here's how it would be cool yeah. with like, what is the best possible scenario? Yeah. Um, Cause like, we could be like, yo, it would be sick if the next Smash Brothers game had every character ever and there mm-hmm. wasn't a me creator, but like you literally create your character and uh-huh. they paid you $30 a month to play it. Like, <laughs> like you could do that, yeah. but they don't pay you $30 a month to make, to, nah, to make Smash characters and play with them. Nope. Come on. Yo, they do that for you or I sign up. Yeah. You already did. Um, I don't know. Cool said, um, I love speculating and thinking about the future. It's very fun. And I'll always watch videos about who people think the next Smash character will be, rip, or what Nintendo will announce in their upcoming Direct. The only times I've stepped out of speculation is when Sephiroth was revealed. I was so mind blown and surprised that I um, that I actually unsubscribed from a guy who talks about smash leaks and patterns and all that. He's never right. And the leakers are never onto something except for Terry. I remember him being leaked ahead of time, mm-hmm. but on the off chance that they are, I love the feeling of being shocked and didn't want any surprises ruined. The other time was the switch pro. It was all everyone was talking about for what felt like years. And I was just tired of it and didn't care in the first place. Great video. What I like about you guys is you don't always just hope hop on the leak bandwagon and instead offer actual discussions about Nintendo's franchises and their potentials. Thanks. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like Parker, you know, from like the, like it's more so with this channel more mm-hmm. than anything, where there will be a lot of stuff that gets brought up where it's like, oh, this is in the news, and I'm like, no, I don't want to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> I don't want to do direct predictions. I yeah, don't right. want to talk about Switch Pro again, you know. But like, there's 
definitely times where obviously we talk about switch pro in this episode and mm-hmm. stuff like that it's like all right how long ago has it been are yeah. there more thoughts that we could add to this and mm-hmm. make it different blah 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 um that's even more so like we're more uh like blase fair with like the topics that we talk about here than we mm-hmm. would be for a video Mm-hmm. hence the main topic being something that we wouldn't normally do in a mm-hmm. regular video being predictions and stuff like that right um and I mean, even then i think there's an element of like for the direct predictions and mm-hmm. stuff for example th- kind of a lot of the videos that we make not maybe not a lot of them but a decent amount of them end up being things where it's like you could have put that in as a direct prediction kind of thing, but it mm. was like, you know, yeah, because it happens a lot. It literally happens and a it's lot. Like, we're like, this would be cool if this that. happened and it happens. <laughs> but yeah, but I think the difference with like that being the topic is it mm-hmm. like inherently, if yes. even if it's not the intent, puts in other people's mind that it's like you think that you know something and it's gonna happen you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that's very different from like us being like this would be cool if it happened and it's based off of stuff that's like logical you know so when it happens it gives us that same like yeah i know what i'm talking (laughs) about but it's not like we're not like at the door being like I know what I'm talking about and you're all stupid you know it's like like, okay so my logic that made me come to this conclusion with the thing that I want was sound Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like uh you know yeah holier than that or whatever (laughs) like like I know more than what you know yeah right yeah I mean and it's funny too because I do wonder if like uh the people who get more insiders it's funny because like you'll hear in some direct prediction videos or something like that somebody who definitely knows some stuff and they'll be like do you think maybe there could be a castlevania advance uh-huh. yeah, 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 or that kind yeah, of thing yeah. and i'm always like okay <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you obviously know yeah like, which is I not the like, same thing and that's not yeah. fun that's not it's, something exactly. that's like i wouldn't if if i knew like yeah, in the past, like in the past when we've known about directs that were going to happen, mm-hmm. me being in a video, ah, there's probably going to be a direct. I'm not going to be at the like retweeting the thing. Like I told y'all, I knew it was going to be a direct. I'm so smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> like no, I just had inside information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me on the other hand, I'll sometimes it'll be like, feels like there's a direct coming up, and then it'll be like an indie world coming up. I'm like. Not gonna say it, but mm-hmm. my but that's gut different. is yes, even exactly, that is different. Right? <laughs> that's the video thing. That's like this being like this would make sense. That's uh-huh. not somebody coming to you in your DMs and being like, "There's going to be a direct." And if it doesn't happen, you, also, yeah, and then you right. posting it and being like, it "Feels like there's going to be a direct." I don't know why. Yeah, freaking. Here's the other to, thing that I'm getting to say. the computer in the background <laughs> with the DM on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to close this topic up too, like part of why it's more fun to do things. I, I think, and you think the way that we do them is because everybody can be equally as involved with it. Like mm-hmm. yes. in writing a comment, you have just as much creative ability and freedom. And like, you know, we're all on the same level and we happen to be yeah. the ones making a video about it, but then like writing a super long comment is also a lot of it's work the same about thing. it. Like, yeah. like you could literally watch a video of me being like, I want a Starfire's game and it's this open world on foot. It's mm-hmm, like no mm-hmm. man's sky, but like good um you know like and then somebody in the comments can be like well i want the game to be like x y and z and Mm -hmm. that's just as valid you know like 
except for when it's like, no, I think that's stupid. You know, right. if that starts yes, out like exactly. my right, idea right. is better than yours, <laughs> but like if you comment and you're like, this would be cool, I like that, whatever, like that idea is cool, or you don't even yeah. necessarily have to say that. But here's my idea, right? Like that was go back to the conversation the thing, yeah, yeah, like that was the point is like I make a video talking about here's my ideas, and I don't inherently make the video with my ideas to be like you're to have people be like your ideas are great i wanted people to be like here are mine you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. like this is a, a a topic that's interesting i'll add my thoughts to the topic mm -hmm. um yep. so. it's true mm -hmm. um moving along i made a video about nintendo taking risks mm -hmm. and uh there you go it was a fun time mm -hmm. uh do, do, do. first comment this is from game queen who said kirby is made by oh, how labs what'd you say royalty and indeed just gracing our presence um <laughs> kirby's made by how labs and pretty sure they've been trying to translate kirby into 3d since the gamecube also mm -hmm. star allies had pretty post fun game modes obviously fun not a strong entry huh you read that like weird you said oh. fun post fun uh, you said post fun game modes instead of fun post game modes you know <laughs> post fun game modes of course mm -hmm. um star allies had pretty fun post game modes obviously mm -hmm. not a strong entry and lacking but i think hal didn't want to leave fans without something to celebrate the 25th anniversary it's clear their resources were going elsewhere just new 3d game but mm -hmm. something released keeps the lights on in the meantime yeah that's true yep i thought that was a, a good comment we're like yeah i mean it's I I do wonder if they were already working on this at, at that point. Maybe so. Um I mean, you'd have to imagine that the idea was there and the, like yeah. I feel like this game was in the early stages. They were thinking uh -huh. about this game. Right. They were yes. like oh for sure, yeah. The, but even if they weren't actively working on it, I think totally the the logic of they they knew they wanted to cap off what they'd already done, mm -hmm. especially something on the switch. It's like this is the first HD kirby game we'll get to make and it's like classic hd kirby mm -hmm. even if it's not like the best version of it like cool now we get to at least close that chapter a little bit and all of their comments definitely seem like that was you know what they were getting at too where it was like yeah this is a great culmination to the series kind of a thing mm -hmm. um so yeah well said um and then i think the other ones the other comments are a little bit broader but um rizgi gumilar said i agree as a Nintendo fanboy, the future is pretty difficult for Nintendo in terms of competition in the console business or game industry in general. I mean, PS5 is here and it's on track to be the best-selling console of all time next to PS2. Xbox Series has been very successful, especially with backwards compatibility and Game Pass. Cloud gaming like Stadia proves that despite the super fast internet isn't here worldwide yet, the market is there for it. Mobile gaming has taken 90% of casual gaming market and now plenty the of PC manufacturers. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and now plenty of PC manufacturers start to make the portable PC like Steam Deck. Yeah, in terms of tech, Switch seems to be like 10, 15 years behind, and it's going to be pretty scary what's going to happen to them in 2022 and beyond. Is the audience still going to be there for Nintendo? As a fan, I just hope they can survive in this new era, in this new gen era of gaming. Um, I disagree with a lot of that. Um, I don't think that they're, like, they're, they're definitely like, um, like net behind mm -hmm. but like in actuality it's like on paper they're behind but in actuality they're not like mm -hmm. people judge switch like it's a console like it like just a console mm -hmm. 
and they're like, man, my PlayStation 4 has better graphics than that. And it came out four years earlier or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but your PS4 doesn't fit in your hand. <laughs> like, you're unless you've got very large tablet. hands. But you're not, yes. even if you have right. very large hands, you're not playing your PlayStation 4 in <laughs> your the hands. plastic outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, um, so, like, people don't actually contextualize with what is actually happening there yeah right like even if on paper you know iphone's more powerful and blah blah, blah but you're right. not getting breath of the wild on your iphone yeah. because it doesn't have the headroom and the mm-hmm. thermals and all those stuff like on paper yeah. sure it's way more powerful and blah 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 um but that's not how we play games we don't play games in theory we mm-hmm. actually play them so i i think that like in that regard, Switch is pretty like on the bleeding edge in terms of like what it is trying to be. Yeah. Um, it could definitely be more powerful because most of the other consoles aren't that, you know, and they mm-hmm. are just dedicated essentially PCs. But for what Switch is trying to be, um, it doesn't need to be as powerful. Yeah. Um, and there's decades worth of like proof to the contrary of like them needing to quote unquote keep up you know like game boy is one of the best-selling platforms of all and many like best-selling platforms of all time lists because of this Mm -hmm. discount handheld sales right because they're usually on track if not better than home consoles on average like Mm -hmm. if you look at just hand uh, like home consoles it's like man sony's really dominating there but the second you include (laughs) handhelds it's like oh wait it's not a sony club anymore (laughs) like sony's still like there but yeah it's a lot more nintendo dominated if you look at that side of the market and handhelds Mm -hmm. are inherently less powerful so if power was all gamers cared about I don't think that that would be the case. Yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, I think, yeah, if you kind of see the, the trees instead of the forest kind of a thing, like I can definitely see on a micro level, like, Oh, these games aren't coming to switch. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, And I definitely get the sentiment, you know, if, if you're a fanboy, um, I mean, which you start out by saying as a Nintendo fanboy, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's, there's an element of feeling like, intimidated by these like looming competitions or something like that maybe but Mm -hmm. i think taking a way step back um it's just not yeah it's not that it's more complicated than that in the best way in Mm -hmm. that nintendo is so um pushed forward by their ips that like again like the game boy it's it's just about having games that people want to be playing on the go or whatever um and they're and because it's their own ip and that's the only place where you can play it people are just going to keep playing it there you know like mm-hmm. um un- unless it's you know maybe like the wii u was too uh what's the word i'm looking for it, it was just too much of an obstacle <laughs> to mm-hmm. go play on the wii u or something like that um i could see that happening where you know that would be a problem but in general as long as the games that are coming out are ones that lots of people want to play then like they're going to be okay um but also yeah they're they're not that far behind and i will say i i could totally be wrong who's to say but the ps5 being on track to being the best selling console of all time next to the ps2 it's so hard to say right now because so much current console sales is inflated by scalping that Mm. 
it could be selling exactly as well as it is actually selling, but it's definitely selling exactly as well as it's selling because of scalpers. Yeah. At least because they're know, buying everything. Exactly. Like, like there is, there is not a, a PS five that's coming out. That's not getting bought because there's people looking to buy it, not for themselves. Um, I'm trying. Oh, okay. Oh my God. I'm trying to find like when the Marco chip actually started being manufactured because like that's yeah. another part of it right where mm-hmm. like so many people are like man the switch is so far behind and blah blah and it's like no like the chip that's in the switch is significantly newer it's mm-hmm. just not trying to do the same yeah, thing right you know like we're we're looking at a console that has the power draw of a tablet again mm-hmm. literally even in console mode meanwhile yeah. you're, you're looking at these like the home consoles that have 10 times yeah. the power draw 10 times yeah and they're not doing 10 times the computing you know mm-hmm. um so it's like yeah i mean it's, it's not like, a one-to-one like if you want to mm-hmm. talk tech actually talk like that's usually my frustration with a lot of like gamer complaints is mm-hmm. like they complain from the 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 like viewpoint of like a technical viewpoint but they're not fully thinking through the technological side of it mm-hmm. um it's like it wouldn't be possible for them to achieve all their goals and also do what you want them to do. Like this thing would burn through your hand (laughs) if it actually was as powerful as you want it to be. If it was a PlayStation 5 tablet, it would burn through your palm. Yeah. I think, I mean, long story short- It cost $14,000. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The, The long story short response to this, I think is like totally understand where that's coming from. And it's a feeling of like, here's a thing I like, and there's competition coming up around it. I think it's, it's okay to like, kind of take a breath and realize that like the competition can be doing as well as it wants to be. And like PS5 could sell 17 times anything else or whatever, you know, like everybody else could be doing so much better, but as, as long as Nintendo's still making the games that we want, like, there's a part of me that wants Nintendo to win, like, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not going to lie there, but also knowing even if they don't, that's okay. As long as they still are, as long as they're doing good enough to make the games that I want them to make. Exactly. (laughs) Like that's what really comes down to, you know, and like, I'm, uh, yeah. Like, and similarly, I, I still do have like a a chip on my shoulder against Sony because like, they just, I don't like the way they go about certain things. Like I don't, in the same way that I said, I trust Nintendo. I just don't trust Sony the same way. Mm -hmm. And there's been, there's reasons to show that. Um, and that's fine. But still, if they're winning in the console market, cool. Neato. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I complain about Sony a lot. But mm-hmm. as much as I complain about Sony, I'm praising Xbox all the time. You know, like, I feel mm-hmm. like I praise Xbox more than I praise Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because it's yeah. like you gotta be real about it you know like i know that the 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 gamer hive mind wants you to think that sony is the best one yeah (laughs) and like that's that's another uh yeah as much as you complain about sony you still signed up to be a beta tester for them that's also (laughs) true and beyond that uh retrav like i complain about sony not nearly as much as I complain about Ocarina of Time, you know, <laughs> like, like that. That's why it's like always baffling to me where yeah. like the the descriptor of <laughs> of mm-hmm. like, um, oh, you're just a Nintendo fanboy, and you're always gonna just like what they do. And it's like, no, I complain about Nintendo just as much as I complain about Sony. It's just about different stuff, you yeah, know. Like, right. it's it's more about decisions and less about like 
culture kind of thing mm. that informs those decisions to what it seems like to me, at least, you know? Yeah. Um, next comment, Undercover Duck said, I'm a bit worried for the far future of Nintendo, though. The risky nature of their endeavors means that they can gain massive success, massive success, but also suffer massive failure. Whereas before they had multiple markets, handheld and home console, where they could take a risk with one while relying on sales of the other, they don't have that option anymore. If the successor to the Switch fails, that's it. No fallbacks except for software releases on non-Nintendo platforms. And based on precedence, once out of the hardware business, there's no easy way back in as you quickly lose the contracts, contacts, and expertise to develop new hardware. I get where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. But I think that Nintendo has has the the war chest <laughs> to like <laughs> not have to deal with this. Like mm-hmm. why the Dreamcast failing after the Saturn failed, you know, after to to some extent the CD like the CDX mm-hmm. or whatever failed. Like all all the stuff that that like so, uh Sega leaving the console market wasn't because of Dreamcast. It was everything else that failed before it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo could suffer as many, if not more, failures because they have so much more money. <laughs> like they have <laughs> so much more money yeah. um, than Sony had. I mean, Sega had at that time. And it, it's not necessarily because like they're doing so much better than them or whatever. It's just because they're a way more conservative company they're not mm-hmm. they're not like man we're making so much more money so let's spend so much more money they're like mm-hmm. no we're making so much money let's spend exactly as much as we have been <laughs> and yeah. just keep going forward you know like mm-hmm. and like obviously they invest more in like different things but it's still like the amount of money that is going out is within the realm of the same you know like yeah figure like they're not like all right we're making billions of dollars more let's spend those billions of dollars more on the product it's like okay we made billions of dollars more let's put a hundred million more dollars into the general pool and then reconfigure what we invest in where yeah um depending on where they're at like whether that's like okay more money in r&d okay more money in marketing okay more money in development Mm -hmm. um but they're not like all right let's bet the whole bank on doing better (laughs) you know And I think the other thing is like, this would also have been more true, or I think what you said uh, also makes it so that after the switch, this is a way smaller risk as well. Where like, Mm -hmm. if they had continued to fail after the Wii U, where their track record was, they were popular and then their sales kind of went down and down and down, bumped with the Wii, which has so many caveats where you could be like, well, it's because it was casual. Well, it's because it was this or that and the timing in the market and stuff like that. Um, I guess you could say that like, that, you know, if the switch was a failure that like, yeah, that, that would be harder to recover from maybe, you know, who's to say how an alternate timeline would go. Whereas now, because the switch is so popular and there's so few caveats for it, where it's just like, nope, people just like it. It has Mm. good games. Nintendo's obviously doing great. Like they could fail more and come back more easily because they have more, you know, precedent to go off of, but also, um i think your head's probably where, I'm, where my head's at but yeah I, i'm curious i was I, gonna say also gosh. like i think there's an element of when they cut down from console to hand and handheld to just one thing and they don't have something to fall back on typically that's kind of like sink or swim sort mm-hmm. of a thing where like you know if you 
if you're a part-time Twitch streamer or something mm -hmm. and you're like, man, I could almost go full-time with this. And then you don't quit your job and go full-time with it. Then like, you might never find out, but like when you quit your job and you're like, well, it's hell or high water, you kind of mm. like, that's when things really, you know, go one way or another. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Nintendo's shown that like, they actually do well with having to risk. I think usually where they fail is when they don't risk because they just didn't have to. And that's mm. it. You know, they have yeah, so it's many like good ideas. It's like the whole thing of like, yeah. uh, there, there's like contention here with yeah. that. But like the, the thing with their name where it's mm -hmm. like the leave hope to heaven or whatever. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, a, like it's a Japanese saying or something like that. Oh, okay. But, sure. Uh, it was like in the, I think, who was it? Um, I think it was like game trailers or something like that. Some uh -huh. channel made a documentary and they like talked about that. Um, but yeah, like that's what they did with being in this market in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, well, we don't want to be a cab company anymore. We're making cards. Yeah. We don't want to make cards anymore. We're making toys. Uh -huh. We're going to make video games now. You know, like <laughs> th that's just been their whole history. Yeah. Um, and like, I'll also add that they're effectively still doing what they've done. It's just not a handheld. It's yeah, right. theme parks. It's movies. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. mobile games and other right. apps. You know, like they have other things to fall on. But like now their their uh, golden parachute is Mario. You know, yeah. like it's not a Nintendo 3DS. It's mm -hmm. a Donkey Kong roller coaster. You know, yeah. like <laughs> and I think that that is even more foolproof because yeah. while it's a risk to be like, okay, we're making a new thing and it's this unproven thing. You have so many like multi-billion dollar proven things mm -hmm. that can just be repurposed over and over <laughs> and over again. Like uh -huh. it's not a risk to be like, ah, let's make another Mario show. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. people are going to continue to care about Mario because Mario has like been a huge part in people's lives for so yeah. long. And unless you really mess up with everything that you make with him, people are going to continue to care about Mario. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can keep making new Zelda things and keep making new Mario things. And that can help you make more to make more consoles, to grow that love, to make more things, to grow the money there, to like, it's, it's cyclical. Like before it was like two things that were trying to do the exact same thing in hopes that one of them will work. But uh -huh. now you have two things working in tandem to help each other do better. Like the better their consoles do, the more people care about the brands that they make, the more they spend on the brands that they make, the more that they can invest on consoles that make those people love those brands. Yeah. It's it, it just like, I mean, as long as, as long as they've got Chris Pratt at the helm, you know, yeah, that's course, really the, the kicker there. Exactly. <laughs> I think exactly that. Yeah. Um, continuing on last comment for this video, Kukul said, so after playing a bunch of their ported games on switch, playing their biggest games on Nintendo switch online and buying a DSI, I feel like I now appreciate the series evolution a lot more. I'm glad to see Kirby hit 3d glad Pikmin three and Luigi's mansion three perform as well as they did. And I'm happy to see Metroid dread being a title. Nintendo is pushing really aggressively. I hope all this means Nintendo is more willing to put or to pull more games from their catalog and revive them as we saw with WarioWare and Advance Wars. Whether someone asked me for reasons to buy a Switch, or whenever someone asked me for reasons to buy a Switch, I'd say Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, and Smash. And then have to think a little bit more for games with each um, 
Oh, and then have to think a little bit more for games. But with each new Direct, I feel like I can name a lot more games without most of my answers containing the word Mario. I also <laughs> or love a game how... with Mario on the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also love how whenever someone says that Nintendo can't possibly deliver new games anymore, it's just going to be sequels. They come out with something like Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Nintendo's just in a place where they they do the opposite of what people say that they do more often than not. Like there's so many Nintendo fans that are mad that they don't make more sequels. Mm-hmm. Like, because <laughs> they'll usually opt to make something new before they make a sequel to most things that are old. Like there are literally a few exceptions there where it's like Mario, they're going to make a sequel, you know, Pokemon, yeah. they're going to make a sequel Zelda. They're going to make a sequel, but they have so many other franchises that they're yeah. like, nah, we're going to make a new franchise <laughs> instead of making a new game of that though. You uh-huh. know, like, we could make another Mario Sunshine game, but we're going to make Splatoon instead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, crazy it, to think like Call of Duty or whatever, how there's a new Call of Duty every year mm-hmm. and we're four and a half years into the Switch and we're just now starting to see a second Mario Party and mm-hmm. a second Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild game. I mean, there's more games in the Zelda franchise or whatever, yeah. but like it's a second Splatoon and stuff like that. Like there's such a breadth of things that like um, they still have so many aces up their sleeve like they do with stuff outside of the switch but even with just the switch like i you know i feel like i've heard some people saying like man there's they've already used up all their ips what are they going to do as if that's a bad thing and where mm. it's like no that means that they can either do sequels and get inventive or they can just do more brand new things or like and pull I, th- out I, old think, things or, I think because know. of how like what we do yeah like we're proof of that because like i'm <laughs> never actually in a place where it's like there's nothing to talk about yeah. because i can be like i talked about mario or whatever but mm-hmm. i would make a duck hunt video you know yeah. <laughs> like right. there's so many things that i can make a video about at any given time because they have so many ip like i could mm-hmm. make another video talking about a franchise that i talked about before that i haven't talked about in a long time because they have yeah. so many franchises that i've talked about in between now and then but mm-hmm. also I could just talk about something that's completely different. Cause there's so many franchises that I literally never made a video about. Yep. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> yeah. They just got so much stuff and it's great. And I think, you know, like, um, and, and like Google said in his comment too, like, and they already have, which is really good. You know, like there's, there really are so many games that I can recommend to people where like, yeah, initially, Still, for me, the picture of the Switch is just... Video coming soon. <laughs> Imagine. I would be interested in, to see what you would do if you had to do a Golden Sun video, not going to lie. Um, I could do it. I'd have to play Golden Sun. Because I mean, yeah. like, even, like, even franchises that I don't like, I can make a video about how I would make right. it if, like, so that I would like it, you know? Uh-huh. And we already know. Like, I think that that could be an interesting idea because it's like, I'm not going to be like, make it what it's not, <laughs> you know? Right. I'm yeah. going to be like, make it this, but here's how to make it better for people like me, you know? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treatment. I, I'd had to plug in my Wii U, dude. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's it for my video. Um, and now I've got some Q and a, and then, um, I think we might have to make some of these a little bit fast because I think we're going to the drive-in to see Venom tonight. Oh, shoot. Uh-huh. I want to be bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> we thought the first one was, yeah, Ashley and I were both like, it was fun. You know, like it wasn't that the worst movie bad. ever. But it was- <laughs> 
um, so there you go. All right, Q and A. And if you're in the chat, feel free to just drop in questions um, as if we don't just, you know, talk about enjoyable bad though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if nothing else, <laughs> at least that, which I'm very fine with that. Um, YouTube community questions. Alec, this guy said, mm -hmm. I'm getting a swollen because I asked if people are getting uh, switch OLED. I'm getting a swollen and I'm very excited. I prefer to play in handheld and my launch system isn't cutting it anymore. Battery life is abysmal and the Joy-Con rails are really loose. Occasionally the switch will think I have detached my Joy-Con while they're still on the system. Hope the podcast recording went well and hello to all my fellow peanut gallery members. Yo, You're right there. You can just say up. it in here. Say hi time. to you. That's cool of you. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That Sounds like worth, honestly. Yeah. Big worth, big worth. Uh, I have Dovest. one problem with my Switch and I'm getting a... <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I don't have any problems with my Switch, so I can't get a new one. Um, Yo, you could. I know a problem that you have with your Switch. It's not a new one. That's a problem. So, there it is. Oh, man. Oh, no. The screen became so little all of a sudden when a newer one came out. so much smaller. <laughs> I never knew. Uh, <laughs> Dove Esquire said, this, stem, this question stems from something Parker said in his video. If Nintendo decided to stop making consoles, how do you think that would impact their game development philosophy, if it does at all? I don't think it would impact their philosophy. I think it would impact the outcome, though. Like, they, they still would be like, okay, what, how can we make a game that best serves this platform? And mm -hmm. because every platform is the same, in a world without Nintendo, mm -hmm. they it, they would just become boring, yeah. relatively. Right. You know? Slash. Also, I could see, in the same way that Sega has, you know, exclusive PlayStation games or exclusive mm -hmm. whatever games. Maybe then Nintendo would have like this series is exclusive to, um, you know, like Zelda's exclusive to Microsoft to Xbox or something like that. You know. Yeah, um, I kind of doubt that they would do that. The only way that I could see them doing that is if there is something like if if Xbox doesn't do what they're talking about doing and yeah. being like, you know what, we want to implement something similar to uh, yeah. the um, haptic feedback in the um, the freaking what is the other thing that the PlayStation uh, the adaptive the, triggers yeah adaptive triggers that's the other thing. Like if they don't do that, I can see Nintendo be like we're making the next mm -hmm, Zelda yeah. game exclusive to PlayStation because yeah. they want to make a game that makes use of that. Um, I can mm -hmm. see them doing that, but I couldn't see them like striking up a deal with like Microsoft being like, we'll give you a billion dollars if you put Mario mm -hmm. on there. It's like, you know, I think make, the only reason I could can see make that a billion dollars, <laughs> we can make more money than that. Yeah. Just putting it on more platforms. Really? It would be only if they were really strapped for cash and needed mm. to get money from licensing deals. Like yeah, that's, I just yeah, can't probably see it. Honestly. I can't see that. Oh, it, truly not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think it would specifically change anything. Um, un, you know, unless because they were stopping doing the hardware, they would just have to have changed as a business as a whole in mm. addition to, to this change. Like if that's the only change, then no. But if other things, if it's a snowball effect, then maybe, you know. Yeah. Like but. for whatever reason, there's always been this like uh this like what if scenario of like what if Nintendo turned into Sega and uh -huh. that, there just isn't a one-to-one -one thing. I think it's what if Nintendo turned into Disney? Because <laughs> uh -huh. I think that's the more likely scenario. Yeah. Um, because Nintendo has so much more value 
in yeah. like in them than their consoles. In fact, that uh-huh. value is what carries their consoles. <laughs> Honestly, I could still see them doing um, some kind of uh, exclusive service, even mm-hmm. if that, you know, like yeah. something where it's like they, yeah, they on like EA access or something like that, you know, where it's like, here's where you play these games. And that's, you know, and maybe not quite yeah. that. Cause it's, I mean, I just don't see them carrying themselves like that. Like yeah, that seems no. too transactional to me. And I mm-hmm. don't think that Nintendo generally carries themselves like that. Well, I just like, obviously like, everything that they do is transactional. It's like right, their yes. business, but their motivation isn't usually like, ah, oh, we can make a few extra dollars here because the company's yeah. given us like incentives. I'm less thinking make a few extra dollars and more thinking like that they have their ecosystem of some sort, like mm. Disney Plus is yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely lines, see that, but, but I couldn't see it being exclusive is what I'm right. saying. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, hard to say. Uh, moving on to Twitter. This is from last week. I forgot to pull it because it was on it was a, on your retweet and I missed it. Um, but Chris <laughs> the Butte asked several questions, so or several comments. Thanks. Uh, Falcon also said something. He did. I just grabbed it. Nice. Just in time. Um, my Smash main is King DDD. What does that say about me? <laughs> I remember this. This is from <laughs> last week. Yeah. Um, uh, I see that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm of two minds on this. Um, me as person that plays video game, not as King DDD. Big mm-hmm. toxic. Hate that character. Character very annoying to fight. Mm-hmm. But also me as person that occasionally plays video game and is like, like gets bored playing video game and is like, uh-huh. yo, I'm playing different characters because why not? Down tilt. DDD down tilt <laughs> is just so it's like he's he's toxic and it's fun. That's yeah, the, that's the problem. <laughs> it is fun to be toxic occasionally. And I think like also, you know, it's like if if your main's king DDD, but you're not like lag spamming or whatever. That's yeah, you're not, not right doing term. it to specifically be toxic. You're not like yeah. I'm going to make some kid hate his life. <laughs> you know, like yeah. If you're doing it because it's like, oh, it's just fun to play as king DDD. I just like, like DDD. Oh, totally yeah, like if that's yeah. the thing, like that. Yeah. Cool. Otherwise, toxic. You know. Um, yeah. I and, see, then, and but the thing is, like, I like being toxic, but only to people that know yes. I am joking. It, right. Like I'll be toxic to Lee. Because uh-huh. we're both in on the joke where it's like, LOL, this is funny because it's toxic <laughs> and people actually play like this. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm not going to like my intent isn't to make him not have fun. Like, right. It's the opposite of that. It's like, I know Lee will get a kick out of this and we'll both find it hilarious. Exactly. So I'm going to yeah. pick DDD. <laughs> Games aren't supposed to be fun. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but it goes on to say, I rotate between him and Joker. There you go. Which, I mean, if you're playing Joker too, I feel like that one's not. Joker's the opposite end of right. the spectrum. So probably you're probably you're good. You know, that's what I yeah. um, and then says, unless, uh, unless you just play the game and you, you just hold down being, you're like, please give me RSN. Please give me RSN. Please. Uh, <laughs> that could yeah. turn into toxic territory. Could yeah. Could, but unlikely. <laughs> um, I started playing Eastward and I'm up to the fourth chapter. It's a perfect mix of Earthbound and old school Zelda, like uh, Link's Awakening. I think you guys would really like it. I, I do want to check out Eastward. Yeah. I did want to. I did see that, but we already came to the conclusion that I'm playing it. If you get yep. it, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead and grab it. <laughs> Even if I start playing it after the fact or later or something, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and grab it. Um, as for direct stuff, when I tell you guys, I freaking screamed when I saw that eventually they will have Paper Mario RPG on the online service. Partying face, partying face, partying Yo. face. <laughs> um, 
I'm super pumped also for a good Kirby game. And the witch is back. Just when I'd given up hope, we might never see her again. Yo, that would be crazy. If they were like, you know what? Bandit 3 is canceled. <laughs> like, that would be oh my That would be the news of news. <laughs> yeah. After Platinum is like, please let us show this game. Then <laughs> said, no, that's it. Uh, last comment i swear now i'm running back to my island in animal crossing trying to get it together before this direct next <laughs> month i can't let brewster see my island like this <laughs> yo if Brewster brewster's gonna be pissed if he opens up his freaking mm -hmm. if he opens up the roost and you got roaches uh-huh he's gonna be upset coming over to a garbage island ashley uh, did at, at least once um the random islands you can go to you know like to the little random islands you can go to mm -hmm. um one of them she went started fishing and she pulled up a tire and she's like oh okay um and then pulled up a tin can the next time and then pulled up a rock and like everything was coming up trash and she looked it up and sure enough one of the variants of islands is just straight up trash island and that's, <laughs> you, there are no fish it's 100 trash and it's like i don't know a two percent chance to get it or something you know right. equivalent to getting a spider island or tarantula island but it was just the most disappointing thing. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go and catch some sea bass. Well, probably not sea bass. Yeah, at least it's who wants to do that. <laughs> Is there like a hammerhead shark island? <laughs> Maybe they should. Do um, that. That's terrifying in real life, but yes, in the video game, the video that would game. be hype. What a time! Um, and then the last one from this week from Chris the Butte. Did you guys ever watch Power Rangers growing up? And if so, what color was your favorite? Um, I did briefly, but my mom is a Jehovah's Witness, and she was like, really? she, yep, she was like, you get to pick one thing that's not good, <laughs> and I was either Pokemon or Power Rangers, and I was like, you know what, I'm picking wow. Pokemon. <laughs> what a different world that would have been. Yeah, imagine if you picked imagine Power Rangers. Universe of me picking Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. Yeah, but and see, but the thing is, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why, but like, when I was at my dad's house, it's free reign because my dad's not a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> but like that decision, yeah. stuck. I was like, nah, I'd pick Pokemon. I can't like Power Rangers. Like, I liked plenty of other stuff. <laughs> I made mean, a promise okay, to my mother, and I played plenty of other stuff that was like wasn't Pokemon yeah. at my dad's house. But specifically Power Rangers, I was like, nah, I, didn't, I picked the other one. <laughs> wow, I can't pick Power Rangers. <laughs> I can't this backstory for AJ is so good to know. I love it. <laughs> the fact is true story, dude. Crazy, yeah. That's funny. I, I mean, yeah, I just love the like, no Power Rangers. And that's it. I like, can't. I can't. I picked, I picked Pokemon. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've said this on here before, but I'm surprised favorite... I never told that story. That was no, like, such yeah, a very yeah. specific Pokemon memory. <laughs> it truly is. Um, my favorite colors for a long time were green and white. And I didn't know why. And it was because those were my favorite Power Rangers. You <laughs> know, like I didn't watch it too, too much. Like I'd watch it when it came on and I thought it was really cool. But like, I didn't have VHSs of it or anything. And like, maybe I didn't know what time it came on or, you know, so like I didn't make a habit of watching it, but I enjoyed it when I did watch it. But yeah, straight up green and whites were just my favorite colors because white, that's not a, that's not a color that you like. <laughs> that's not a color period. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's just, so, but yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, there it is. Pretty boring, but you know, and kind in comparison. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um all right now you know Falcon. how the great it would have been if your mom was like you can only like power rangers and pokemon and you picked power rangers yeah, <laughs> man we would be polar opposites from each other that's true that's true
this just wouldn't work. Um, after <laughs> Falcon asked, would it not? I feel like we're opposites oh, in a lot of other ways. Um, but one more way that we'd be opposites. Oh, yeah, that that would just you? be the straw that broke the camel's leg. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, then like, we just oh, comment on ourselves. Like, you pick Power <laughs> yeah. Rangers? No, imagine, imagine, like, what if there was like an interview process for for that? And I was like, if presented with the opportunity to only play Pokemon or Power Rangers, which would you buy a motherly figure? <laughs> you were like Power Rangers, and I blocked you. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this man made the wrong decision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, Falcon said, uh, not really a question, but if Prime 4 and Breath of the Wild get cross-gen releases on Switch and Swap, I wouldn't be surprised. Info to be revealed on both E3 2022. Hey. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I-, I think especially Breath of the Wild 2. Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2, like... Just gonna, just gonna kind Unless of- the Switch Pro ends up being the Swap, which I think... Right. If that's the case, then yeah. Um, but... Nah, we already saw Breath of the Wild and it's supposed to come out in 2022. And I'd mm-hmm. assume that like that is actually their goal. Like it might right. slip, you know, like I, I still think that we might we might end up seeing Breath of the Wild 2 being March 3rd, 2023. Yeah, I think it's so a possibility. Sad. I mean, it's also fine. I've got tons of backlogs. So like I'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, either way, yeah. I don't I mean like act like in actuality the actual amount of time it's more than that but it feels like breath of the wild like breath of the wild 2 coming out holiday 2022 isn't that different from it coming out in march in my head yeah <laughs> where i'm like ah, if it gets pushed to march i don't care yeah um and plus i think it would be sick like just yeah. <laughs> just thematically it'd be like oh shoot and switch all over again again <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i mean it's all a question of like yeah how I what Nintendo decides to do with next gen or not next gen pro any of that kind of stuff like I just don't think it's going to be as cut and dry as as when we say the swap or whatever in general like I think it's entirely likely that whatever is the next thing that probably is 2022 people are going to claim on either side Mm -hmm. so you know at that point everybody's right and wrong at the same time um yep but uh yeah I don't know we'll see and discord last questions over here um here we go trev asked why is twitter beef the absolute most delicious beef okay so do you know the context for this i i mean i just i know what twitter beef is okay so the context for this is that uh me and lee we streamed smash brothers on tuesday and at the end we were like yo who we rating because we always do that we're like yo who's getting rated uh prior to that random dude came in towards the end because at the end me and lee usually do best of five or best of three uh first of five or first of three actually uh-huh. um uh and like during that was when we were like uh, but this dude that's never been in a chat during that fight was like yo mm-hmm. we should do a crew battle and i'm like no actually he came in and was like do you do crew battles uh-huh. and i was like nah we don't usually do that uh-huh. Um, and I'm playing the game. I continue to play the game. And apparently he asked to do a crew battle. And I didn't really pay attention to that. Tell so, me more about crew battle. You mean like crew just battles like are like an uh, for fans versus Lee yes, fans or something? Exactly. Or, okay. Exactly. Us like streamer plus fanatics for community. Usually like around like five, either it's like five or 10 people combined. Mm-hmm. And then whoever wins that 
like the amount of combined stocks that you have okay, gotcha, in the crew yeah. battle wins the crew battle. Um, so I, again, I didn't see that message, but even then I probably would have been like, ah, maybe like, like, I don't know you. So like, it's not really yeah. something that I want to do. Like there's people that I know that I haven't done that with yet. Like if I'm going to do a crew battle, I'd probably do it with like Sierra from Twitch.tv yeah. slash Sierra plus ultra first, you know, or mm-hmm. Lee, you know, mm-hmm. um, so like that happened and blah, blah, blah. And me and Lee got to the actual end. I beat him in the, in the first three or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're like, who are we raiding? Um, and I was like, oh, there's nobody to raid. So he donates one bit. <laughs> Again, this random dude, that only interaction <laughs> I've ever had with him yeah. is him coming into our stream and asking us to, to collaborate with him, mm-hmm. essentially. Being like, raid me. And I'm like, nah, that's not how this works um and he's like what the-? and meanwhile he's streaming he's streaming yes yeah. uh he's like that's exactly how this works and people in his chat have come over to our chat and being like oh you rate him you dumb f <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm definitely not rating you now oh, like you're no, acting like yeah. this you're definitely not getting rated yeah um so i uh looked down the list and i've like somebody i follow tk breezy who's a smash commentator mm-hmm. um was streaming and i was like well, let's rate him <laughs> you know like i'll rate him instead yeah um and that's what we did and this dude was like oh he's down bad he's not even going to notice blah 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 tk did notice and he was like yo shout out for the raid <laughs> and then see this dude he didn't realize that I was streaming with Lee and Lee was also streaming. So at the mm-hmm. end of the stream, he also raided TK uh-huh. and he's like, see, he got another raid. He didn't even, it didn't even matter because he ended up getting another raid anyway. It's like, no, you idiot. We both raided him together. It was a combined raid. Yeah. Um, so after that, I made a video basically showing everybody that like uh-huh. sometimes there's people like this that come into your chat. Um, and then the day after that, his community or him, I don't know who found it first, but mm-hmm. somebody found it and he replied to it and people in his community replied to it. They're being toxic. He's mm-hmm. trying to be like, you know, like, ah, oh, that's really disappointing. I can't mm-hmm. believe you would do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, for, based on the context that I have, you deserved it. Like you were <laughs> wilding out and like, you didn't say anything to your community that's being vitriolic in my mm-hmm. comments. And currently on my timeline in my tweets um so this deserved um so long story short i was like responding to him because i'm like i mean you are a dude oh yeah Yeah. from uh twitch (laughs) twitch twitch.com slash victory chance (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah no uh so i'm like long story short i'm talking to this dude and he's like i thought we could be friends or whatever and i still think that we can be friends and i'm like well if that was the case then you shouldn't have came to my chat like that like use yeah. social cues like be be a normal person if you yeah. want to collaborate with somebody actually form a relationship first imagine right. if i went into bob's chat as like yeah. not as me somebody that's known bob for the better part of a decade mm-hmm. and been like make a video with me but just random joe schmo make a video with me how mm-hmm. crazy would i look <laughs> you know like <laughs> or any other streamer you know mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why I can do that and be like, Bob, I want to be in your video is because I've known him for so long and because right. we have an understanding of each other and all that stuff. Um, long story short, there's a way to <laughs> collaborate with people and make friends in the community. That's not yeah. one of them. <laughs> Man alive. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I'm seeing it now. Mm-hmm. This is... Yep. Yep. Mm, Everybody go to twitter.com slash a mccray jr and you'll see the Twitter beef that, <laughs> that yeah, I love it. Uh Diego Garcia said 
it's the one bit dono for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, look at the difference in how our community responded and how his community responded. Yeah. Like, they're so offended by the fact that I use the word loser. I didn't tag him. I didn't tell yeah. people, like, go to this dude and, like, <laughs> crap on him or anything like that. I was just like, hey, look at this thing that happened to me. Yeah. People responded to it being like, man, that kind of sucks. LOL. Can't believe somebody would do that, you know? Yeah. And meanwhile, his community, this dumb F, you know, <laughs> slinging the insults and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, like, look at what you foster. Like, this is loser behavior. <laughs> yeah. What <Yep>. a time. <laughs> It'd be happening. It do be. Um, so there's that. Yeah, we should start more Twitter beef. What a time. Um, last last question from Mega Man. With all the release news of the Switch OLED coming out and now seeing it more, does this change your opinion on it at all? Do you now want one? Uh, I was already got getting one. one. So, Crazy what nope. you're talking about. Nope. I no no opinion changed. Also, yep. it's like it's like one of those things where it's like I've talked about it before, where there's like creators and stuff that like there will be a game, and either it's a negative thing or it's a neutral <laughs> thing or a positive thing, and they're like, I'm so surprised by this, and I'm like, how? <laughs> it's what it it's what we thought it was, yeah. you know, like the the Switch OLED is what we thought it was. Literally, exactly. It's yeah, what we thought it was. Thing. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. If if it's changing your mind about it then either, you know, maybe you just didn't have much information or missed some of the stuff. Which right. Is which as a consumer is normal. Yeah, totally. But as a creator that yeah. it's like, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. It's not normal. You know, like, I mean, the, the, unless you just didn't believe, you know, like, does the screen really look that much better? You know, like if that kind of a thing, like getting people's opinions on something that's more subjective, you know, as far as, um, yeah, you can't but just even like then, I feel like that's not surprising, you know. No, right. Like, right it's, of course not. it's like, oh, this is this is the better outcome of the possible yes. outcomes. Right. It's not like this came out of nowhere. There's a, yeah, exactly. the screen's better. <laughs> like the one bit of like quote unquote new information that I've seen is like, mm -hmm. oh, it has the vivid mode or whatever. And I'm like, it's not really new information. Yeah. It's just them taking advantage of the screen that's better, right. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, I mean, and on the you know opposite side, but same thing for me that like no, it doesn't change anything. Because similarly, like I knew what it had to offer, mm -hmm. and what it had to offer wasn't something I was particularly um, in need in of. Need of. Yeah. Hey, same. <laughs> Yo, it's because you picked Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, uh, I sure did. So yeah, so I just you know not gonna get one, but but whenever that new the new Nintendo Switch Super Pro comes out confirmed next year, October 4th, 2022. Confirmed for sure, confirmed, confirmed. Definitely sure. gonna happen for sure. Then um, yeah, I'm gonna feel really good about days. my decision to not have bought this one. So everybody really sure. feel bad about yourselves and I'm gonna feel good about myself. Thank I'm you. going to buy it anyway. <laughs> and I may or may see that here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Either way depending you know like i could mm -hmm. just do what i'm doing now and just buy it and keep my current switch mm -hmm. or i got two switches i don't mm -hmm. i wouldn't have to pay for it anyway i just trade in both <laughs> switches and i got a switch pro there it is bam easy <laughs> easy <laughs> free yeah it is i might yeah, even get like 40 bucks <laughs> like, perfect good something like that mm -hmm. And I believe that about does it for this episode of look at those two guys talking to each other and stick on that's the name of the show. Yeah.
Thanks for watching. Thanks like, for comment, watching subscribe, tell a friend. If you're on uh, podcast services, on of which we're in many, on True. many of them, uh, rate, comment. If there's comments on your podcast service of choice, good time. Also, um, I'm doing, there's Spotify things. There's Spotify talks with Spotify huh. that we might have the video podcast on Spotify. Interesting. Um, probably, actually. Yeah. I don't know as it might. It's probably going to happen. Um, so cool. be on the lookout for that. If you're on Spotify or want to be on Spotify. I didn't even know that was a thing Spotify did. Um, I don't know if it's the thing that they're talking about, but mm-hmm. it's a thing that we're going to be a part of. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you like Spotify and you like video podcasts, there it is. Nice. Uh, goodbye. Peace.